We wish to acknowledge the Wadarong people of the Kulin Nation and the Boonarong people of the Kulin Nation, who are the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded and produced. We pay our respect to their elders, past and present, and we extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Minogue fans. We recognise that these lands have always been a place of storytelling through music. Happy holiday! Happy holiday! I just want to say the most heartfelt thank you to This Is Disco podcast and all the listeners for sharing the joy with me personally and with each other. It's been absolutely incredible. What was life like before this podcast? What was it like? We have more friends now. We have more giggles, more beautiful moments. And uh, I just want to thank you guys and enjoy, have the most beautiful Christmas and um, sparkle and shine and glitter. Yes, happy Christmas, happy holidays to all the This Is Disco listeners. I feel like it's always like a family when we come on this show and I love it and have a fantastic holiday and uh, be nice to each other. Greetings, dance floor darlings. You're listening to This Is Disco. A monthly Danny and Kylie Minogue commentary podcast with your hosts Adam Eve and Eliza Day. The kettle's probably on. It's true. I love it. I love it. You gotta hear this song. A wombat. Hello and a Merry Christmas to you all and welcome to another month on This Is Disco. My name's Adam and I'm of course joined by my wonderful co-host, the gorgeous Eliza. Hello my darling, how's things? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I just realised we didn't do a Christmas episode last year. So cause I'm thinking all the festive right. puns, like as you were saying, my co-host, I'm like, oh my co-ho-ho-ho host. Oh my gosh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so many possibilities. So uh, I'm I'm very festive, as you know, so this is very exciting, doing this episode. (laughs) Very exciting episode ahead for you all, and we've got a couple of special guests joining us this month from the incredible Hits Don't Lie podcast, Mm -hmm. Erin and Jacob. We will be chatting with them a bit later on in the episode. Yes. But before we do get to that, I guess, main event, as you Mm -hmm. might say, we've got got a bit of business to tend to beforehand. So let's start with the usual, my dear. Uh What has been happening in the world of Minogue since we last spoke? Well, I feel like I'm going to forget something because I don't have a lot in my notes. So, um, my goodness. So, as always, thank you for the wonderful response to our last episode when we had uh, Terry Ronald and Danny on talking about Danny's My Story. I know a lot of people were like, oh, my God, I've got to – some people hadn't read Danny's My Story or, I don't know, they'd never got around to it, so they had ordered it. A lot of people were ordering Becoming Nancy. My copy has arrived, so I will be getting into that this summer. I'm so excited. Um, So thank you for that. That was was such a fun episode. It was. I ordered my Becoming Nancy on Friday. Oh, that's... I'm I'm so excited to get into that. I I knew I had a, a bunch of things to do a few weeks ago, and I thought if I start reading this now, I'm not going to be able to put it down. 
So I need to not start it because I thought (laughs) I wouldn't get all my other things done. I'm like, once once I've done everything for the year, once summer is here, Christmas, I'm just going to relax, go to the beach, lie in the sun or something and just get into it then. Yes. Some other big news, though, that has happened, I think, since we last recorded, which is, I guess, Kylie adjacent. Uh, Kylie adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> um, Neighbours. Right. Not dead. Resurrected. <laughs> Resurrected by Amazon and returning in Australia to Channel 10. I, I, I can't believe it. Like, no. I don't know what to do with all those emotions and all that closure. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know when you like you get over an ex or something and then they right. come back all reformed and you're like I don't know what to do now cuz like I, there was closure there. But... Now there's not. Yeah, anyway, so that is exciting though. So at Very some point exciting. I think it's mid 2023. I think so. Yeah. Will Charlene be back? Will Ghost Match <laughs> return? Oh, Ghost Madge. I, I won't say no to that. So, very, very exciting. Um, a huge thank you to everyone who um, posted their Spotify wraps. Mm. And it was such an honour to be included in anyone's Spotify wrapped. Yeah. Wraps. I can't say that plural for some reason. Um, but also be, to be included amongst some of our other favourite podcasts was, like, such right. an honour to be in the same you know, sentence to some people. So thank you very much for, to everyone who's listened to us this year and engaged with us on social media. And it's, it's really meant so much to us. So. Absolutely. Could not agree more with you, my darling. I, that's all I've kind of got in the news. Is there anything else I've, I've missed? Kylie was in town briefly doing some wine stuff. I guess the, the other bit of news that we haven't covered is the release of Disco Darling, oh, which we mentioned briefly yes. last episode. Now, listen, I loved Kylie's first fragrance, which mm-hmm. was the incredibly floral Darling, but nothing even comes close to the pure disco majesty of her latest oh. fragrance, oh. the iconic Disco Darling. A dazzle from sunset to sunrise, says Kylie, of this beautiful new fragrance, and rightly so, because it truly complements any occasion. A quick trip to the shops at 10am or a longer trip to the dance floor at 2am. <laughs> this truly is wonderful, Eliza. It comes complete with a disco ball-inspired cap and is housed within a disco blue bottle. Her disco darling's stunning top notes feature apple and black currant, with oh. middle notes set with raspberry bloom and jasmine, and delicious bass notes via ambrosian, I think I'm saying that wrong, who cares, vanilla orchid and musk. Oh. Right. Now, this is a primarily fruity fragrance, which seems very fitting for (laughs) Kylie's Legion of Gay fans. Uh, Disco Darling may be the very best pop star perfume since Lady Gaga's The Fame. Yes, I said what I said. Uh, Disco Darling is just that brilliant. So the day it was released, much like a new Kylie album, I rushed to the store. And here in Australia, obviously, it's the local chemist warehouse, who are the official Australian stockists of all Kylie Minogue perfumes. Uh, once I got there, I went hunting for the gift box, which came with the perfume and a travel perfume within it. 
This has got to be the celebrity fragrance of the year, and as somebody who's quite obsessed with a good celebrity fragrance, I'm exceptionally pleased that our beloved Kylie is the one who really brought it to us with this truly refreshing scent. I'm not much of a big drinker, so Kylie Minogue's Darling and Disco Darling truly are uh, my equivalent of that, except obviously I'm not drinking them. Please don't do that at home. I, beg I was you. about to say, what? Please don't do that at home. Uh, but... I love this scent so much that now whenever Kylie releases a perfume, I'm just going to be super, super excited, as most uh, Kylie alcoholic fans are when Kylie releases something new in the wines range. So, yeah, overall, I definitely give Kylie's Disco Darling five gorgeously scented disco balls out of five. Wow, that's quite high praise. I haven't Ooh. smelt it yet. I've. Oh, it's- Divine. I'm beautiful. I'm quite sure Santa has uh, uh, has a gift box for me. And perfect. Yeah, I wasn't sure with the the whole dance floor disco vibe whether it was just basically going to smell like amel, but alas, no. No, no. <laughs> it's very, very fresh. Very refreshing. Oh, hmm. This is very exciting. Well, I've long been looking forward to your perfume review, and <laughs> it has not disappointed. <laughs> I wish we had like you know uh, smell associated smell-o-vision. with smell vision smell vision that's it's like the John Waters movie where everyone in the cinema got given a smell vision card mm. and mm. at certain points you would have to scratch and smell it and some of the smells were beautiful and some of the smells were not oh my god like gas or like oh. someone's fart and oh my god yeah 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 so that, the smell vision thing was. Yeah, done brilliantly by John Waters. Oh but, my um, god! Well, if you have nice. if you have a bottle of yeah. Disco Darling on hand right now, give it a little spritz. Oh, ASMR! Oh my god! stunning now! Stunning! Fabulous! Well, I think that's kind of all the news at the moment. We're going to. I think so. Basically, the the kind of gist for this episode is. I mean, were we feeling a bit lazy and we thought we'd just do a recap of the year? A bit of a, our own, this is disco wrapped. Well, I mean... You will. <laughs> it, was, it was either that or they didn't get an episode at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Look, to be honest, the past, the end of the year really rammed up. We had so many guests and it was just yeah. such a thrill, but also we're tired. <laughs> we are very tired. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of manifesting. The brain cells aren't working the way they were at the start of the year. So... Mm-mm. We thought we'd just, you know, like at the end of a Survivor episode when there's only two people left and they go through all the torches and they're like, oh, remember that. Remember oh that God. person. That's what we're going to do today. Remember that episode. Right. So I guess let's recap 2022 on This Is Disco. So I guess, first of all, you know, we had a bunch of episodes we did that were just you and I, which were a hoot. And then we had a bunch of episodes where we had incredible guests. I'm still blown away that all of those people graced us with their presence. But first of all, let's talk about some of the albums that we covered and, you know, other episodes that maybe weren't albums, but still in that vein. So, because I also want to know what was your favourite album that we covered this year? So, we did... Um, Kylie's Body Language and Kiss Me Once, two iconic albums. So maybe let's just focus on those two for the moment. Which, out of the two Kylie albums, it was just you and I. I guess it would 
definitely go to body language. Oh, interesting. Why is that? I think, well, Kiss Me Once is probably one of my favourite episodes of the podcast. Yeah. I must admit, but if we're talking about which album is better... Oh, no, no, I mean which episode did you enjoy more? Oh, uh, I enjoyed Kiss Me Once more. Okay, yes. Yeah, <laughs> that was so much yeah. fun. That was. It was a lot of fun. Body language episode seems so long ago. It feels like forever ago. I, I spun out when I realised that it was this year. <laughs> I know. But speaking of that, um, and maybe at the end of this episode, we need to just make our little 2023 manifestation list because right. a body language vinyl... We, we spoke it. about it in that episode, but let's be very clear. That's mm-hmm. what we want in 2023. And Thank you. if we have to mention it 25 times in this episode, so be it. <laughs> um, we will speak it into existence. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I have to agree. The Kiss Me Once episode was, <laughs> was just so much fun. It was. It was a lot of fun. And it was also really good seeing the listeners, you guys, you all listening to it and responding to it online. And it got a lot of conversations started amongst the fans, which I thought was really great. So, yeah. But that being said, similar did, it did feel similar with body language in the sense that it got Mm -hmm. people talking about it and appreciating it all over again, or maybe appreciating it for the first time. Yeah. So two iconic, iconic albums, but yeah, definitely the Kiss Me Once episode was my favourite of those two to do. Yeah, it's it's really, I really do particularly enjoy doing albums that, you know, may not have been as commercially successful or even as beloved amongst the fans. Right. Um, because all of the, the fans of those albums tend to come out of the woodwork and be like, oh my God, thank you. Like, I yes. love this album. <laughs> and there's always so many more because everyone had been like shamed into a corner. <laughs> But um, as for the Danny uh, episodes that we did that, you know, I guess didn't include a guest, we had Get Into You, Unleashed, and then the Danty Tour episode. So I definitely think the Danty Tour episode was my favourite. Yes. Well, you also did an amazing The Record Doctor Danty Tour episode. I mean, that was like three hours of Danny being right, the yeah. rarities. Yeah, so that was uh, episode 271 of The Record Doctor, and it's probably one of my favourite episodes of, of The Record Doctor. And that was, of course, where I covered sort of my idea of Danny's fantasy mm-hmm. dante to a set list. And once again, I was joined by the lovely Eliza. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was about to <laughs> say, was that the one I came on? I can't even remember. <laughs> you came on both. You came on both. All right, uh, all right. So this... Huge episodes just saw me break down an entire maxi-sized fantasy concert should Danny ever decide to do her own variation of the anti-tour. Like I said before, it's one of my favourite episodes ever and hopefully I can direct a few more listeners to it because I was really, really proud of the track selections and placements on that mm. show. Now, amazingly, the Danty tour episode peaked at number six on Mixcloud's global high energy trending chart, number 14 in the global mashups chart, and 37 on the global electro chart. So I was really excited about that. But of course, you can check out episode 271 by heading over to mixcloud.com forward slash the record doctor. Yeah, that was, I mean, three, was it three hours? of just Yeah, two hours, 50, just under three. Just all Danny bangers back to back to back to back. It's mm-hmm. just... It was oh, a lot of fun. Oh, it was so good. I did also really, really love the Get Into You episode. I, Great. Oh, yes. I just loved revisiting. And that was kind of similar to those two Kylie albums in a lot of people 
hadn't weren't familiar with that album mm. or they were revisiting it with fresh ears going oh my god wow i didn't realize how amazing this is like you know because sometimes you hear albums as a kid and you just love them but then you listen as an adult and like with with new yeah with a new yeah. life and music I know. and everything oh i just i really loved doing that episode especially like looking into the um the video <laughs> there was two highlights of that episode for me the video mm. of yeah. um oh my god why have i gone like this is the way <laughs> full video recap and also your story about your um cassette of is it this is it <laughs> yes okay anyway go back to the danny get <laughs> get into you episode for these two highlights because uh yeah peter andre fans be warned <laughs> yes that's all we'll say on that um but yeah, before we get into all our amazing guests that we've had this year, I did want to say um, huge thank yous to a few people who were very instrumental in some of our, not just our episodes this year, but just the podcast in general. Definitely. First, first and foremost, Tash, who did our amazing oh. artwork, which I can't believe that was this year, again. What an icon. Yeah, I know. It feels like forever ago, doesn't it? <laughs> I know. But I mean, I guess it was the start of the year. So Tash, who you can find at Run the Alleys on Twitter and Instagram did our amazing artwork that you're probably looking at now if you're on any podcasting app. Yes. That's that's her. She's done some amazing merch designs for us, which you can find over at www.thisisdisco.threadless.com. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just, what an absolute angel. Love her Gorgeous. so much. So talented. It's just bonkers crazy talented ridiculous and thank you to our friend scott who helped uh finance that little uh part of this disco like we are so thankful to him um also a little shout out to our friend and listener joe in new york who was our wine correspondent on the ground for episode 18 when kylie was doing all those uh u.s wine in stores so Joe very kindly agreed to give us a little report mm-hmm. on the ground of, of what that was like. I think it was the, I don't know if it was the New Jersey install. Anyway, it was one of those two New York ones, and that was very much appreciated because clearly we couldn't pop in the private no. yet. <laughs> couldn't, that wouldn't be environmentally friendly. That's literally the only reason. Otherwise, <laughs> of course we nothing, can afford that. Nothing to do with money. No, not at all. Um, I'm sure I've missed plenty of other people. Obviously, I'm if you've, sure. if you've sure even listened, if you've even listened to the podcast, thank you. Yeah, if you've interacted huge. with us on socials, thank you. Mm-hmm. To everyone who's shared episodes on their own socials, yep. thank you so much. To everyone who's rated the podcast a good rating on the podcasting apps, thank yep. you. It means so, so bloody much to us because yes. we, we put a lot of work into this podcast and I think that that's obvious to everyone who listens to it and seeing that support come through and the appreciation of the work that we put into it really means the absolute world to us both. So. Thank yeah. you all very much. It does mean a lot. And even like some of the emails we've had, we get the loveliest emails from people, even if it's just a quick hello or someone sharing their fantasy Dante tour set list. And it's, it's really sweet and we really appreciate it. So thank you very much. 
So, Adam, we had some amazing guests this year. I still Tell me about it. <laughs> can't wrap my head around the fact. And guests who came back for more. Like, <laughs> I, I just, crazy. I'm, we're very blessed. <laughs> we are so blessed. Blessed doesn't even seem to do justice to how I think we're both feeling. Like, <laughs> not only when those episodes happen and we both just look at each other over Zoom going, what just happened? Right. <laughs> but just even reflecting on the year, you know, even doing the notes for this episode, it's like, wow, like, how? Crazy. How? Just... Are we so lucky, lucky, lucky? Lucky, lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so our first guest of the year was the legendary Steve Anderson, who, oh, I mean, he is essentially a co-host at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> so Steve came on to discuss Kylie's anti-tour for the 10th anniversary and indulged us more than we probably deserve. (laughs) Just, it was such a fun episode. So this was originally our most popular episode of the year when the whole Spotify wrapped thing came out. um, God, I think it was only a week or two ago Mm -hmm. now. That was our most popular episode. That has now been surpassed. Um, by Steve himself on the Impossible Princess episode, which we will get to. Yes. (laughs) But anyway, regardless, this was a hugely popular episode for everyone because, Mm. you know, everyone, we really engaged, like, the listeners. We wanted to know what's your, like, favourite track that you want to hear on an anti-tour. So, you know, Steve very kindly let us put all of that to Mm. him. Yes. Um. And I, you know what I absolutely loved? I loved hearing him talk about the Rainbow Connection. Of course. With Kylie. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. There was someone else on Twitter called Steve who said he really enjoyed <laughs> Rainbow Connection. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure well, who he is. No. Or what, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean, there's... if. If we're talking about highlights... Uh, yes, well, what yeah. are your highlights? That's our next question. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was as, as, as you've started with that one. I mean, that was just in... That was in Sydney. Yeah. Um, and I'm not... Uh, I don't particularly like um, being pointed out, referred to in any way. I very much <laughs> like hiding, as anyone right. knows. So I, like, hide behind my wonderful front of house person. But on that occasion she decided to bring some attention to me i think it was just before you're the one so it was one of those things that it was something i wrote and uh yeah i think it's on youtube and we have a obviously everyone now seems to know that well i've because i've told everyone i love the muppets and we <laughs> yes. love, and she and i both love the muppets and yeah there was one bit where she just said oh you know he would want me to you know up here to sing this as a character and then she just started to go into a bit of rainbow connection all right so I'm lucky enough to have uh, my, my touring musical director with us here tonight. He doesn't like a lot of attention, I always do this to him. Mr. Steve Anderson is... <laughs> if there weren't a few thousand people here, I would sing one of our favourite songs for us. It's normally sung by a frog about this bit. Did you, so did you know she was going to no, do that? I knew, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. Wow. If I knew, no, it was all a complete surprise. I mean, oh certainly, God. I know. 
Oh my god, yeah. So I totally didn't know what was going to happen. Did the whole band you know, know? Like, was everyone no, in no, on no, a... no, 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 no. Oh, it was wow. just it, you could, and when you watch the clip, you can see it's all like I'd say with her, it's like playing with live ammo. It's just it's happening, and you just all of a sudden it's there, and and all of a sudden it's happened, and you're in it, and. Uh, yeah and she and she even says at the beginning it you know he doesn't like a lot of attention and blah, 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 no, but, I remember that. yeah so, so where, um, where were you were you at the i was at, at the, the sound s- desk yeah absolutely did everyone you know, just, turn around and look at you yes they did it was, it was <laughs> awful and, <laughs> and i sort of tried to sort of sink down as low as i possibly could oh. but then when she started seeing around connection i thought i've got you know i've got to i want to see this i like i've yeah. never never seen that happen so i mean that was a, an incredible memory. All of the things you said were incredible. Just the rehearsal period was so incredible for me as well. Um, being at, we were, I was said before we came on, I we were at a, a rehearsal studio sort of in uh, near Chapel, which uh, isn't there anymore. Um, and uh, yeah, we just roll in every day uh, and do that. And then at the end of it, we'd either go to, um, uh, again, memory terrible. That really big Irish pub up the end of Chapel Street. Oh yeah, uh, I know the one. I yeah, which we used to call Bridie O'Reilly's, which actually wasn't the name of it, but we used oh, to no, go in there. Oh no, I think it there. is, isn't it? Or is, oh, is it a different one? Is it something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I seem to remember going in there and having something called a fat yak. Oh god! Um, wow. <laughs> is this the one that's that like a, a few doors up from the jam factory, like literally yeah. a block? Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's I think there. that's Bridie's. So we, yeah, so we did that, and we also went out for. Uh, like a big, beautiful kind of Asian meal in one of those places where they kind of like cert- like cook it at the table. Yeah. And Roxy had this idea; it'd be really fun to just tell everybody that it was my birthday, even though it wasn't my birthday. <gasps> so they had the whole oh, thing come no. out, and yeah, 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 because everyone knows wow. how how much I don't like attention. Yes. So is this, a, is this a Tokyo teppanyaki on Chapel Street? Yes, that's the one. There yeah, you go. and they, yeah, because I've been there for my birthday a few times, and they fully like when I. I was there for my birthday it must be about 10 years ago they came out and they're like did you want a costume i'm like yes yes so i they do did that. So, oh my god well you see here's where you and i differ so they came out with with the costumes of one of which was a sumo suit and uh <gasps> oh, no. yes so i immediately looked over at my brilliant um keyboard player musical director uh david tench and I said, Dave, you've just got to take one for me on this because there's just absolutely no way. Like, I will leave. I will run as fast <laughs> as you possibly can imagine. So I have these beautiful pictures of David Tench in a sumo suit. Oh, my God. Uh, amazing. And, um, and Roxy just giggling her little heart out. Um, and the whole restaurant singing happy birthday to me when it, my birthday is clearly on Christmas Eve. And it, yes. it was not then. Oh, my so, God. I um, love that. So... <laughs> So there's those little kind of fun stories. Like everyone, have our dream set lists of if there's another anti-tour. So we put that to Steve. But you went one step further, Adam. (laughs) I mean, by one step, I mean about 768 steps further and did an entire, again, what was it, three hour, four hour? Two hours and 40, yeah. Of Kylie, B-sides, rarities, remixes, episode of The Record Doctor, so... Yes. So, The Record Doctor, as I said, my Mixcloud radio show. This was episode 267, my Kylie Anti-Tour 2.0 fantasy set list, filled with my ideas and track selection for, you know, a future Anti-Tour sequel, and I 
I sadly do believe, though, that the episode is still geo-blocked for residents of the United oh, States. Is it? But, yeah, you can access it with the simple click of a VPN, and there are a lot of really good free VPNs around as well. So if you're in the States and you still haven't heard it and want to hear it, that is definitely the best way to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, even without American listenership, it did manage to peak at number 12 on the global bootleg and mashup chart on Mixcloud. And, of course, it also saw me joined once again by this absolute gorgeous and iconic co-host, <laughs> co-ho-ho-host, that ho, I'm ho, ho. virtually across from, the gorgeous Eliza Day. So that is episode 267 for the Kylie Anti-Tour 2.0 and episode 271 for my Danny Danty Tour episode of The Record Doctor, Mixcloud.com forward slash The Record Doctor. <laughs> So essentially six hours of Minogue (laughs) music that you put together this year. (laughs) Right. And if you get to the end of that six hours and you want more, there are quite a lot of Kylie and Danny episodes from years previous (laughs) on the Record Doctor as well. So you can get your fix. (laughs) There's a lot. The funny thing is, I don't even know if they're still on there because from when you were, I don't know if our listeners know that part of how this whole podcast came about was you had your radio show at The Pulse yes. um, in Geelong, in and Geelong. I'd been on a couple of times when we'd done Kylie specials. We did a Golden special, mm-hmm. um, an X special. We and, did. And then that's kind of what got the... Ball rolling. The ball rolling. something like this. Yeah. I don't think they're on there, though, those episodes. They aren't, because they're album episodes. Right. And we need can't... to save that for when we yeah. do that. Well, exactly. And... <laughs> Because, yeah, unfortunately you can't play, like, a certain amount of songs from one album on Mixcloud. But we will be covering those iconic records at some stage in the future Mm. for this podcast. But, yeah, so that's really how it came to be. I was at 94.7 The Pulse for a couple of years with The Record Doctor. And then the pandemic, unfortunately, happened. And Mm -hmm. last-minute things had to sort of decisions had to be made and I decided to take the show to online over on Mixcloud because it was either that or not have a show because the station kept shutting down over the pandemic. So that's why I'm on Mixcloud now. But yeah, so that's how This Is Disco, the idea came to Mm. us to sort of do it it, through those early episodes on the Pulse. What fun episodes they were. Yeah, I guess if if you're wondering where our hearts lie, we focus, I mean, X and Golden were episodes that we did then, so mm-hmm. that's probably an indication of our Kylie appreciation, both of those albums. Right, and how much we love those yeah. two records. I can't wait to, to get back into those. Same. I've, I've, forgotten Same. Lot, I've forgotten a lot of what we spoke about, so I'm I'll happy. Send, I'll have to send you the episodes as oh, well so that yes. we can go through, because I'm pretty sure I've still got them saved somewhere. So. Oh my god, amazing. Um... Anyway, so after Steve, mm. I can't believe, <laughs> oh my goodness, I can't believe what happened after that. The queen of disco herself, Gloria Gaynor. Mm, my I, God, I still cannot believe, uh, I still pinch myself. And I am going to say this, of the small handful of interviews she did for Australian Press... Ours was the best, the most <laughs> informative, and also the most respectful. And that's all I'm saying on that. Okay. <laughs> I just, I, 
I, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to leave that alone. Um, <laughs> I just can't believe... First of all, I can't believe she's saying I will survive. Oh. For, for those of you who um, missed that, uh, let's play the tape. Take a refresher. I will survive means so much to so many people. I mean, you have a beautiful book of, of stories, We Will Survive, mm. from people all over the globe sharing... Yeah their stories of survival and perseverance, mm-hmm. including your own. Um, yeah. But I guess what what does the song mean to you and do you ever tire of being asked to sing it? The, the song has become the core of my purpose. Wow. Um, and, and, it's, and it's a wonderful purpose. Mm. to bring hope and encouragement and joy and empowerment to people. I don't know anything better to do. Um, And I'm I'm privileged to have that song. I will never stop believing that this was a God-given gift to me, this song, because the song has not only has the song lived so long, not only have I had thousands of people tell me, write to me uh, about the different situations that the song has brought them through, but the song has been recorded over 200 times by over 200 different people. And yet people keep coming back to mind. So yes, it is a gift to me, it is mine. Obviously no one can take it. and that's that's a wonderful thing, mm. you know, because it's not this obscure little song that got a couple of airplays here and there now and then. It's constantly being played all this time, so that's a, that's a great great gift to me. I am honored every time I sing this song. Every time I sing it. So you don't get sick of. I don't no. get sick of it at no. all. Does that mean that? If hypothetically, right now, I hypothetically asked you to. Oh, no, not I. I will survive. Oh, as long as I know how to love, I know I'll stay alive. I've got all my life to live and I've got all my love to give and I'll survive. I will survive. I will survive. Oh. oh my gosh, that was incredible! I've got goosebumps. Uh, I'm, I'm literally, I'm literally crying. So. I mean, oh how, my god, how amazing was that? And she's just such—I I don't have the words for just what a phenomenal woman she is. Like just hearing her life story, everything she'd been through, even just how that song came about. I mean, go if you haven't heard the episode, go back. She tells the whole story of. Not only her life, but how I Will Survive came to be and how she was recording it, essentially in a back brace. I mean, just an extraordinary woman. And, you know, that song, I think, has got a lot of us through life, through some really difficult moments. But even this year, through some stuff that I've been going through, I have paused, thought about that Zoom with her and her singing that. And I've literally picked myself up and gone, you know what, no, I can I can do this. I will survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has given me strength this year that I desperately needed. And I just, it will just power me through 
the rest of my life. Like, <laughs> Absolute queen. And she was so gracious and so warm and is still so gracious and warm with mm -hmm. us and interacts with us all the time online as oh. well, which is so just, you know, not, not expected and so, no. so lovely. Just a true testament to how much of an absolute living angel Gloria really oh, is. She is. She's just, yeah, just so generous with herself and her time. And also she's just so much fun. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, a lot of our US listeners will know that she was on The Masked Singer since mm -hmm. we last spoke to her. She yes. was a mermaid. She was singing Andrew Lloyd Webber songs in front of Andrew Lloyd Webber. Right. I mean, just, yeah, I, I get quite lost for words speaking about that episode and speaking about her and, she, yeah, she just really means a lot, <laughs> I think, to both we've, of us. Right. We've had, obviously, some legends on the show and she's one that, Never in a million years we really thought that we would get the opportunity to speak to, and she was so forthcoming with information and so happy mm. to chat to us that mm. yeah, it blows my mind to think about to this day. That's yeah. a, definitely a huge, huge pinch me moment for the year. Yeah. So we, Gloria, happy Christmas, happy yes. holidays. We wish you nothing but joy and love and good health. And I'm, I'm still manifesting her coming down under yes we both that would are, be an definitely. absolute treat and do you know what's funny though um not funny but serendipitous is the day that this episode goes out almost to the minute i guess with time zones and stuff 20 years ago i was seeing her perform at madison square garden that's right oh my gosh kylie on the same lineup yeah. never in a million years did i imagine 20 years later to almost the minute, I would be talking to an amazing new friend about Kylie and Danny on a podcast. <laughs> also because I would have been like, what the hell's a podcast? <laughs> I mean, it's so weird the way life works. But anyway, absolutely love Gloria. I could talk about her all day long. So after Gloria, we had, and again, I still can't believe that this was all this year, uh, Mark Andrews with his uh, Kylie Song by Song book. Right. So, again, if you're doing some last-minute Christmas shopping online, you might be cutting it fine. Uh, <laughs> there's only a few days left to Christmas, but you never know. So, Mark uh, was a journalist for Australian and UK smash hits in the sort of, you know, glory days of Stock Aitken and Waterman, and he was also the Australian editor of smash hits in the early 90s. So, we got treated to many smash hit stories, mm. not just about Kylie. No. Um, Madonna in Khan. Right, I mean, that was huge. Huge. <laughs> that was amazing. That was a fun episode. So thank you, Mark. Um, and as always, anytime anyone brings up our favourite parentals, uh, we always get a kick out of that. Shall we uh, have a listen to what Mark had to say about that? <laughs> Let's. This is a great one. If you remember, so this is um, before I started at Smash Hits. So this is James Manning, who was the editor of Smash Hits and started Smash Hits in Australia. And he's a great guy. He's still a friend of mine. He interviewed me as well about the book for Media Week because he went on to uh, run and start Media Week as well for 20 years. And I worked for him for 10 years as lead for Media Week. Um, so this, the story was that um, this would be the first cover t uh, story that Kylie did for Smash Hits. So um, uh, mid-1987, around the time that the locomotion's coming out. And, you know, so... You know, Mushroom obviously were determined to get her on the cover and to make it a big thing. And Smash Hits at that time was still in Melbourne as well. And 
So for some reason, I don't know, you know, this would never happen now, but, you know, he was, um, because she was working all day on Neighbours, filming Neighbours, you know, it, he had to wait until she, would, she came home from finishing her work at Neighbours to do the interview. And uh, so I think it was probably like about five or six o'clock in the evening. And uh, so he knocked on the door. Carol Minogue answered the door and said, hi, yes, she's not home yet. He said, but, you know, go, go, go and sit in her room. You can just sit and wait for her in the room and I'll make, and I'll make you a cup of tea. Oh, Carol. <laughs> oh, bless her. Oh, my God. So, and, and then, you know, Kylie eventually showed up, you know, I don't know how much later. And then, you know, James and Kylie sat on Kylie's bed, did this interview kind of thing and uh you know the rest is history you know wow. so, yeah. you know, oh, the, are the 80s the 80s you, know, you kind of think this, these things would never happen now kind of thing you know so that, that, that was then and this is now i guess Incredible. did he stay for dinner like carol cooked dinner like i have i'll, I'll have to ask but i think he was probably knowing carol and um I would probably imagine yes. He was probably asked. Yeah, like I, I say this all seriousness. Like if he arrived at five, like I'm working out the timeline. You know, Ron's getting home from work. Knowing, knowing James, though, he probably didn't want to impose, though. You know, and also he probably thought, "I've got the interview. I just want to go now." Because he, he's not someone who sort of wants to hang around and kind of thing. So, yeah. Oh, I would have been. She would. They would have been able to get rid of me. It would be like three days later. Are you leaving? <laughs> Please get out of our house. That's why James was the interviewer and you weren't. Exactly. <laughs> well, in my defence, I was 10, so. <laughs> How exciting was it when we were summoned <laughs> by Danielle Minogue before she, she headed off to Europe in a let's have a chat and we thought, what? what? Let's, ha let's have a chat about the girl 25th anniversary. Uh, what? Okay. Mm. And you and I both thought, is, is this what we think it's about? It's got to be. It's got to be. And <laughs> indeed it was. Uh, girl, 25th anniversary, vinyl announcement. So honoured that Danny oh, came oh. and shared that with us. Like, what a privilege. But yeah, I, I have something to show you here that's a girl. Me. A girl vinyl. I'm like, is, is, are we about to be Here's the announcement. Here's the 25th anniversary girl vinyl. <laughs> Surprise. Look, it's this. You're just going to have to describe what you see and then okay. I will explain. Okay, show and tell with Danny Minogue. Let's you go. Can see it in the mirror in the back. <gasps> oh, my that? God. Is that a test pressing? Oh, my God, it is. A test pressing. <gasps> Oh, uh, my God. Okay, so for those uh, at home, test pressing is basically a... It says what it does in on the tin, basically. It's a test pressing of a vinyl album. Or, oh, my God. Two uh, discs. Oh, my God. I actually feel nauseous. <laughs> I feel sick. Oh, my God. Danny fanning herself with the two test pressing discs as oh we speak my. on the camera. This is no, amazing. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my goodness! It's everything. It's everything she wanted. Ah! <laughs> then we just put this carefully away before yep, I yep, yep. scratch them with my. <laughs> oh myself. my um, god! Yeah, so it, it was interesting when I did Neon Nights that you know a, a master for a vinyl is completely different yes. to a CD because of the way that vinyl works. And if you're a nerd or a geek, just 
Google. I watched a whole video on it and I was like, <laughs> I never knew how that works when the needle goes down and this is how the sound all works. It's fascinating. When you put um, the needle on it. Yeah. Put the needle on it. It's, it may be it's early, but I can still do this. Scientific thing, but I still look at a vinyl and I'm like, in every little groove is that going on and that was done on a mixing desk in the mastering to make that. So we have Bill Vinyl coming. Can I just add something else to that? The Girl album is owned separately in Australia to the UK. So they wanted to do their own version, so they have their own stuff coming out. Oh, wow. oh, but there will be both for both territories. So I, 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 I'm not going to go into detail of what it is now, but okay. there's an Australian oh, wow. release and a UK release. And I honestly don't think this would have happened without you guys. You two and all the fans and all of that energy, because I just, by the time you guys started talking to me about it, I was so deep in it. I was like, no, you don't. I've been trying. I'm so deep. I'm so exhausted. I feel like I'm at the end of this marathon. But every time I got a message from you, I would be sitting there speaking to my manager about it. And I'm like, it just has to happen. It has to happen. And, um, you know, because I wasn't just sitting there thinking, is it, is it just me? And it's too hard. And, you know, maybe it's a sign, yeah, where well, it's not meant to be. So um, this this little test pressing here, you can be very proud of. So I wanted you guys to be the first people oh, that God. knew about it. <laughs> and for you guys to spread the word and spread the message and spread the joy. And then, you know, when everybody gets their vinyl and I don't have the release dates now, but we can have another catch up. Oh, of course. <laughs> we got links. Um, we can have a proper in-person disco, I'm thinking, oh, where we play it. We need a listening session, thank you very much. Oh, Correct. Yes. yes. And, uh, yeah, it's just it's it's going to be amazing then when everyone gets to listen to it and they have that moment of the artwork and the enjoyment and, and playing it, you know, then again, like I'd love to hear from you to, to see what that experience is. Could be someone a lot younger where vinyl is a new thing to you and yeah. you wouldn't necessarily grow up with these songs um will be a very different experience to somebody who was like had their first kiss or Definitely. you know was like you know it was the first time i went to a nightclub or you know whatever that was you know and the new memories that we're all gonna have and make by listening to this new version again and oh it's so exciting oh my god i can't i'm i can't like my mouth is just frozen in a smile <laughs> and the screen hasn't frozen. It's literally it's yeah. just gone, what is happening right now? <laughs> I just, I can't quite fathom that. <laughs> it was such a delight and seeing her pull out the test pressing volume <gasps> as well was oh. just so, so beautiful to see. And just her talking about, I guess, how much she appreciated all of our hustle basically <laughs> yeah. uh, manifesting in our hustle to get that album oh. pressed on vinyl and just how important the record is to not just us but so many people yeah. as is evident by the fact that they're doing a second pressing now mm -hmm. and opening it out to international buyers yeah and it's just it really is that bitch <laughs> and <laughs> 
we also super super proud of the fact that the album charted on the Australian vinyl oh. chart here in Aria. You know, seeing Justice for Girl finally properly being appreciated for the absolute piece of perfection, pardon the pun, oh, that it is, Yes, was really one of the biggest highlights of the year for me. Yeah. And I know for you as well. Oh. So, and I'm sure for a lot of Danny fans listening right now too. So, wow. That episode in particular is definitely one of my favourites. Yeah. I still can't. Every time I walk past my vinyl player and I just see the girl vinyl there, I... <laughs> I just have to, like, shake my head, like, how is that? Right. How is that? It's like, tell me, am I dreaming? Oh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just a reminder, we still don't have any information on the UK no. release. It, it, from what we understand, it is coming in 2023, so please sit tight. But as you were saying, Adam, there is a second pressing of the Australian vinyl, so yes. get that. Grab that if you can. Um, the t-shirt has sold out. So oh, that sounds um, true. That's... At the end of the day, I know that a lot of people listening are going to be collectors like you and I are. Yeah. We've bought the Australian version, obviously, because we're in Australia. When the UK version comes out, we are obviously ordering the UK version too. Like, oh, there's odds. no doubt about <laughs> it. So I'm sure that there's a lot of fans out there from different countries who would like to have the Australian one. Yeah. And we'll still get the UK one when it comes out too. But if you are looking for it, it's on the Warner Music Australian website just yes. by going to their store and looking up Danny. Yes. And a couple of other things I loved about that episode, which I think kind of got lost in kind of the whole mix of things because, I mean, everyone was just understandably girl vinyl, girl vinyl, girl vinyl, right. as we were. Um, we finally got to talk about Boogie Woogie. Yes. Oh, what a treat that was. And Rescue Me, but I mean, my main focus is Boogie Woogie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. That was, uh, we actually spoke about a lot of other things on that episode aside from just girl. So that was the, a huge treat. Right, right. And uh, since then, I've uh, actually really been getting back into a lot of the other Eurogroove stuff oh. as well. Because I've been rebuilding my dance music hard drive that died right. earlier this year. And part of that was sort of locating a lot of the old Eurogroove stuff, which is a bit harder to find. But that really, after speaking to Danny and talking about that, mm. really made me want to sort of track all that down and yeah I've been listening to a lot of that stuff as well and it's just fantastic but that episode really is just I think because it was just so it was natural it was just really off the cuff like we just were just chatting with Danny but we didn't even know like what we were logging on for we couldn't prepare <laughs> we like, our questions prepare. or anything because we didn't know what we were <laughs> walking into I know. but you know what I loved as well and this definitely got sort of lost in stuff and I'm putting this at the top of the manifesting list we spoke about manifesting a Kylie Danny variety show right. where they are in prosthetics that's going correct. around let's just listen listen to that for a sec I guess I you know that comedy thing Kylie and I are obsessed about looking back on the old stuff that Cher did in the Sunny and Cher show oh, yes yes right Her comedy sketches are out of this Amazing. world and yeah. uh, we we always like laugh our heads off watching those and sending them to each other love to do more of that with her someday 
Well, I can safely say that we'd all love a Minogue comedy sketch show with both of you. I know, right? Um, don't see why that. Don't see why that can't happen. You know what my dream is, and I've spoken to Kylie about this. My dream is to have us with working with those incredibly skilled people who do the aging prosthetics, (gasps) and we're both on motor scooters. Oh my god! Yes, absolute havoc. Patsy and Eddie. <laughs> yes. Did you manifest it? Yeah, yes. definitely. It's I would like for four hours of makeup for that. I, I think you just have to put this out there. Like someone like, will be like, I'll do that for them. If they all blinged up, they look like mirror balls. Yes. And yes. especially, you know, some secret um, cameras, you know, going through, you know, supermarket. Oh my god! Oh my god! No, no, like full Upper Karen Street ramp to Fountain Lakes, just full. Wouldn't that be great with hidden cameras and just ad lib? That would be. Do you know how successful that would be? That would be a ratings winner. Like I'm already imagining it. Just you're gonna have crazy dreams about it now. I guarantee. <laughs> This is the kind of stuff I have dreams about already anyway. I've chatted to Kylie about this. I've chatted to Ian. This is years ago in London. Years ago, I'm like, but, you know, it can't wait too long or otherwise we won't need the prosthetics (laughs) in wheelchairs zooming around. Before you know, Uh, it'll be another 25 years. It's funnier if there's prosthetics. So, Yeah, yeah. well, I think this needs to happen... um, at some point in the next 12 months, I, I, I'm going to start visualising that. But something else... Maybe just... Uber. Maybe Uber makes it happen. Maybe someone just... Uh, but, yes. yeah. You and know, you're... little bell, ding, ding, ding. <gasps> and like I had on my bike as a kid, the little streamers coming down. Oh, yes. yes. Oh. oh, my God. You just... Is Camberwell Market still there? You guys could just yeah. go, go down to Camberwell Market. Love Camberwell Market. A full percent, like just like you used to, but you're older now. Yeah. Shopping, haggling. <laughs> yes, yeah, but, yeah. but really aggressive. <laughs> or, or even better, you have a stall at Camberwell Market and you oh two God. are running the store and it's like, I don't know, like replicas of some of your old video outfits. You're selling our stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. we, we used to work in show business. No, we just, we just love, we love them, the Minogue sisters. We just love them. We're sisters, oh. you know, and we love them. So. Oh, my God. God my, brother, my brother's a screenwriter, so I can get him to work on the script for you. So. <laughs> And here it is, manifested. Yes. Anyway, that's, we digress. Oh, my God. Adam, I need that variety hour or the oh. show or whatever. I, I, I'm ready. My I body just... is ready. My TV is ready. <laughs> Everything. Oh. Give it to us. Yes. 2023. Manifest, manifest, manifest. manifest. I can't. We're going to have to do an actual, I'm going to go down to Officeworks and get like a big poster. <laughs> Yes. Do a proper vision board. Like yep. a, not just in my brain. That's where my vision board mostly lists, lives. Sorry, I can't speak. <laughs> I need a proper poster. Anyway. I think I think that's what we'll do. You get one. I'll get one. We'll mm. jump on Zoom together and we'll create the same. Yes. So that we've both got a copy of it written out. Oh, my God. In our offices. I think it's cool. Yes. Oh, my God, amazing. And, like, cut-out magazine pictures. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> um, anyway, so after d- – this only all happened 
like three or four months ago, again, feels like a lifetime ago. Mm -hmm. So after Danny blessed us with Girl Vinyl News, Jazzy P. (gasps) What an episode that was. So, so much fun. Just what a woman. She has lived an incredible life and everything from her dance music roots Mm -hmm. to her history with rap, her incredible moment with Kylie, Mm -hmm. and of course, even her run on Big Brother UK, we covered everything and really got huge insights into those eras of her life that... I don't think had been discussed at that length before anywhere. No. Especially the Big Brother stuff, which, you know, she really wasn't given much of a voice after she no. left Big Brother. And it was so good hearing her talk about that experience yeah. and how she felt and how she felt let down by it. And she is an absolute sweetheart. Yeah, I I adore her. Just such a beautiful person, so generous with her time and yeah I'm so so happy that she got to share her side of the story in regards to Mm. Big Brother Um, and also a few things I'm very happy to revisit (laughs) Um, first of all she wrapped um, an unreleased track for us which was a huge honour but at the very end of the episode Adam she rapped shocked let's let's go listen to that again please just for you Eliza shell shut your love hit me in the right spot. Called yesterday and today I'm not. You came to me and I said, why not? And this is what I got. Love. No conditions, no ties, no rings. Just be together. Do our own thing. All the good things that our love brings really makes my heart seem shot. By the power of your love. I'm the fingers. You are the gloves. Surrounding me with protective love. I can't get enough. Take me anywhere, any old time. Am I dreaming? This is sublime to you. I dedicate this rhyme. You're a love divine. I'm shot. Oh, my God. Oh my god, my childhood dreams, my inner child has just been nurtured. Amazing. (laughs) That was incredible. Amazing. I I just. And the other. I was shocked. Oh my god. (laughs) We might say that. The other part of that episode that I loved, which I I think we should uh, play again, is. Her talk, I mean, she spoke a lot about shock. So if you haven't listened to this episode, she talks about how the lyrics came about, uh, just a lot of stuff about that. But particularly the part that I would like to listen to now is the day of the music video and Carol getting her onto Green's powder. (laughs) Roll the tape. I guess the idea for the incredible shocked rap, I wanted to ask you... Did this come to you from PWL or was it DNA? Um, well, what happened was that I, I was, um, it was Les Adams actually that that, that started the ball rolling because he was oh. the one that put me in contact with DNA. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so then, so I didn't meet them until I was asked to do shop. Right. I hadn't met, I hadn't oh. met them first. Um, and so they they used to be in Bath. I'm still in top contact with Maxi, so I do, we, we give each other a little text message every now and again, and I holler on Facebook. Oh, um, they not, not really do music in, in any great deal anymore. Um, so I was asked to do Shocked, and, and I was told, well, it's a pop track. And I'm like, mm, a pop track? Mm. Oh. <laughs> and then I heard the mix, and I was like, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Sounds good to me. Um, and so what happened was I was given the lyrics um, and then I just listened to them, listened to the track and I wrote the track, my part, based on my personal situation at the time. Mm -hmm. So oh. I sort of married, married it up oh. with what, what had been written already for Kylie. Right. right. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. Well, as we all know, you recorded two raps for Shocked and they were both truly brilliant. Did you have any say in which version made the single edit? Not really, because I mean, I, I just thought I was doing one for, the start, one for the start of the track and one for the end, because they, oh. they I mean, I live in 12-inch land. So. Yeah, same, same. <laughs> so, so for me, it was like, it was for the 12-inch version, it's at the start and at the end, which is what I expected. Mm -hmm. So anything else on top of that was, you know, was a bonus, really. I mean, I knew they'd wanted it for the 7-inch single. Right. Um, but I didn't know where it was going to actually appear. Um, it's only when I got to the video. <laughs> when I went to the video shoot and they gave me a keyhole. Oh, <laughs> Oh yeah, I do. I, I that, that was on my list of questions. Is did you? Let's talk about the video. Where did you mm. film on the same day? Walk us through the whole day. Like it was. It was a pretty good day actually. Because I had a friend of mine come and do my hair for me because I wanted to be hive. Um, perfect. And um, luckily, it went with clothes that they'd give me anyway because they they they'd kitted me out. They already had the video um, tableau, you know, right. sorted out already. Um, then there were no shoes. I thought, well, why are there no shoes? Mm. That's weird. And then I realised it's because my feet were never going to be shown. Oh, <laughs> can't see the feet through the keyhole. <laughs> that's right. That's somebody stood there in front of me, this keyhole, shaking the keyhole shape in front of me. But we had a lovely day. We had an absolutely lovely day. Um, I got to meet um, Kylie's mum as well. And oh, Carol. Then Carol. <laughs> lovely. She is an absolute good, because at that time, I was silly in those days, I never used to really eat vegetables. So she introduced me to that powdered green stuff. Um, I uh, ate vegetables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Carol, Carol introduced you to that? Yeah, she did. I, I love that Carol was looking after you on the set of Shocked. This has <laughs> made my day. And on the tour, she, she was on the tour as well. She's abs oh, she's an absolute diamond, absolute diamond. Her family's a lot. She's got, Kylie's got a lovely family. Yes. She really has got a lovely family. I only got to meet Danny once and I got to meet her brother briefly. Um, and, and But I saw her mum more than anything else. I don't think I met her dad. No, I don't think I met her dad. Um, yeah, well, Carol was often on tour doing costumes and and stuff yeah, like that. So, um, so, so I, I, yeah, so I ended up having, having my green supplements. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I still don't eat Brussels sprouts and I still don't eat green peas. Neither <laughs> do I. Trust I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> so before we move on to uh, the next episode that we're going to talk about. We have one more little surprise from Jazzy that does involve rapping, but that isn't from the episode that she came on for. Shall we take a listen to that? I'm shocked that you all still remember me. Makes my heart glad, fills me with glee. That I'm still in your memories, even though I'm not on TV. Well, I've just come here to say to Mr. Adam and Eliza Day. I'm blessed and everything is okay. And in my heart, you will always stay. This is Disco Merry Christmas to you. Of all the fans, here's a kiss too. I love you all through and through. Hope New Year is a blast for you. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, everyone, from Jackie P. 
<laughs> oh my goodness, Adam, can you believe we have a Christmas rap to the tune of Shocked from the one and only Jazzy P. Just mind blown. So thank you, Jazzy. Merry Christmas to you. We absolutely love you and we hope you have an amazing 2023. Our most popular episode of the year, as of I think maybe a week ago, it's just... Yes. It just went berserk as soon as... Understandably so. Yes. We are talking, of course, Steve Anderson, Impossible Princess. I mean, I think we spoke about this at the start of our last episode with um, Danny and Terry, just because we were just so speechless about the reaction (laughs) to that. The amount of people that have been like, I've listened to this three times, and it's not a short episode. It's it's long. (laughs) Not only that... But somebody on the Say Hey forum transcribed the interview. Did they? Somebody transcribed pretty much like the bulk of the interview on the forum. So that was that was (laughs) incredible to hear. (laughs) Sorry to the person that had to transcribe. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So I think this album, Impossible Princess, really is that collective one that is just so particularly special to a lot of the fans that it doesn't surprise me that it is already our most successful episode because Mm. we covered a lot of incredible ground on that with thanks to Steve and his incredible Mm -hmm. memory. Oh my goodness. It was just, I mean, there's so many highlights as I was going through listening to it again. I'm like, what, what's a highlight that we could pick out to just a snippet? So I picked one. I'm wondering whether it's yours. What was what was your highlight? If you could just pick one. I mean, there's so many. I think talking about, in general, talking about the uh, too far and the the noises. Yes, that's what I've got. I've got too far slash bees. Yeah, the bees. The bees I knew. The bees. I knew. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I knew. Let's let's just play it. Play it. Well, let's talk about that uh, mind blowing opening act, which we briefly touched on the amazing too far which was unlike anything we'd heard from kylie before and as eliza said it's still so excitingly fresh 25 years on so bloody good very very special about the fact that this really experimental pop track was the record's opening did it feel like the big album opener from the get-go? Not at all. It was written at... Um, we were doing... I Again, unfortunately, I have not been able to locate my 1990, whenever it was, six <laughs> file of facts. But um, <laughs> I do know that we were doing something else at Sam West, which is actually the studio that we, we did the last album in, in the studio two downstairs, which was always known as George Michael's studio because where it's where he worked for most of the time and the Pet Shop Boys studio and there's a beautiful piano in there and and we had a break and I remember her walking in with the notebook and there was some scribbled things and um, there is a a demo of I think I somewhere around there is a demo of me saying to my engineer Paul Wright who I worked with on the last album um, can you this is this is going to age this brilliantly but can you put the dat into record <laughs> in case we come up with something decent and um and you just hear her sort of 
doing some things and me doing some things and then you just hear this kind of ding 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 like that thing oh. um and then the whole song was written this is so weird considering how it ended up but that entire song was written around the piano really so yeah yeah which is mad considering that the 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 timbre of the the lyric and the speed of it and everything and the beat that's behind it none of that existed it was just literally i mean there's on the demo i'm just holding a like a low dong that that kind of note and she's just going da -da 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 -da, and, and the lyrics what well, most of the lyrics i think nearly all the lyrics were kind of done and i'm sort of sitting there looking and listening in absolute awe of what this this poetry that's coming out of this girl mm. and it's dark like it's properly dark yeah um and uh yeah so so in answer to your question adam no it it came to fruition as a piano and vocal thing and then it was down to david and i to then say right what are we going to do with this and actually even the the kind of da -da -da -da, the little string thing was all although everything was on a piano um and then we just transferred it into the combination of break beats um like string quartet and uh and basically drum and bass really yeah Talking instruments, is it true that Kylie actually played some instruments on the album as well? Um, I imagine so, yeah. I don't remember her playing anything on what we did. I don't remember, but maybe she did on, on some other things. Obviously, I mean, every single vocal on there is her. Um, yeah. There is a really interesting, uh, I might have said this before, but there really there is a really interesting guest appearance on Too Far by some bees. What? So, bees. What? So in the middle of... Stop it, bees. Bees, yes. <laughs> Yes. So in the middle of Too Far, where it drops down and she's doing the very, very high stuff yeah. right? and she's doing that high wailing and there's those really, really nice chords just before it gets to the final zhong, that thing. Um, mm. If you're listening on the headphones, there are some bees that are spinning around your head to give the thought, uh, to give the impression or the feeling of claustrophobia. Oh my God, oh my I God. never knew this. And I can't believe you just dropped in spinning around as you're explaining that. Well done. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. I should have a drink. I've learned from the best. I've learned from the best. She's having, yeah, exactly. Have a sip. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there, because we just felt that the whole thing needed to feel claustrophobic. Oh my God, amazing. As I was like, what should, what should I pick out of the two hours plus? I'm like, too far in the bees. I'm like, I bet Adam picks this as well. <laughs> it's the bees, the bees. The bees. Oh my oh God. Oh my God. <laughs> we just... So, so many highlights in that episode. We cannot thank Steve enough, as always. There, there is just not enough words <laughs> to thank him. Hi, Eliza and Adam. It's Steve Anderson. And I just wanted to say hey at this, the most wonderful time of the year. And to wish you and your fabulous listeners a wonderful Christmas time. I know it's warm this winter where you are over 2,000 miles away, and maybe it's even 100 degrees, but I'm sure Santa Claus is coming to town to deliver presents that only you truly deserve. Maybe he'll even let it snow and you'll get a white December. Either way, it's been so lovely spending time with you both, as always, and thank you so much for your incredible generosity, friendship, and attention to detail, which results in a truly joyous listening experience for all of us. So, with that, I say, have yourself a merry little Christmas, and I look forward to seeing you very soon. amazing oh I, 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 what an incredible message did not expect that at no, all no <laughs> i just but merry merry christmas to you steve 
happy birthday. Yes, happy birthday as well. um, I, of course, Steve Anderson was going to add strings and song puns (laughs) to a Christmas message. I don't know why I expected anything less. (laughs) (laughs) Just beautiful I, I literally i was moved to tears when i yeah i was as well i had to pull over on the side of the road to listen to it and then i was just like oh my god what is my life oh. <laughs> anyway amazing. thank you so much steve that's just wow and then we, we're almost we're almost there adam we're almost <laughs> up to the present day so terry and danny again thank you terry thank you danny again times two I, I can't believe within a couple of months we had Danny on twice. She's so in total she's been on three times. I, uh, amazing. <laughs> amazing. She's trying to give Steve Anderson a run for his money. Yes. <laughs> um, that was such a fun episode. I just, seeing the two of them together was so much fun. Such a beautiful mm. friendship. And just to see them together. Like we've, we've seen and heard them both talk about each other separately. Like, with us, but yeah. just seeing that friendship in real life was beautiful. Uh, yeah, so beautiful. But I mean, I think my favourite part of that episode was um, you starring as Danny in the reading from <laughs> my story. <laughs> Shall we just gonna, let's let's roll that tape? Yes, please. <laughs> let's all turn to page eighty. <laughs> like we're in a bookstore doing a reading. So I, don't, I don't have the book with me. I've oh. got it here. Oh, no. Danielle. Well, who wants, to be, who wants to be Danny? like that. <laughs> It'd be the surprise. I'm the surprise. Adam, do you want to be Danny? <laughs> yeah, okay. And, no, Terry, what you can mind? be you. So you say your lines and Adam, you can be Right, Adam is going to be Danny. Adam will be, have to be you. Right. <laughs> so, um, so I'm just saying my lines. Yes, yeah, so Adam, when we go about a third of the way down where it says, when the managing director of MCA, this is on page 80. Right, and, right, yes, I see that. And I'll tell you when to cut. Pretend I'm the director. Fabulous. <laughs> okay, Danny, and action. When the managing director of MCA, Tony Powell, threw a lunchtime cocktail party for all the staff and recording artists on the label, Penny suggested I mingle a bit and try to get to know some of my musical stablemates. I remember meeting Kim Wilde and Wendy James from the band Transvision Vamp, but then Penny ushered me over to meet an artist named Terry Ronald, who was laughing and chatting with my A&R manager, Adrian Skies. Terry's big in oh, Spain. should I be Penny? Well, I just re- yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. I should be Penny. You can be Penny. Okay. Terry's big in Spain. Penny said with a wry smile and a wink. Terry laughed and threw back a comically evil stare. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Penny was also Terry's press officer at the label, and the two of them had become good friends. He was older than me, in his mid-twenties, but he was confident and a lot friendlier than some of the other people I'd been introduced to. I know exactly who you are. He said, and we shook hands. Keep keep going. going. The next paragraph's good. And then we'll be done. It was a few weeks later, in late September 1991, when Terry Ronald and I met again. I had to fly out to Spain on a promotional trip, and I was disappointed because Laurie was in America and was unable to come with me. I'd been invited to a swanky music business awards dinner on my last night there. 
As I walked into the plush lobby of the gorgeous hotel in Madrid with some of my European promotional team, I was happy to see a familiar face coming towards me. Hey, remember me? Terry said, <laughs> smiling. Well, I've just been forcibly ejected from the fucking hotel bar for wearing shorts. Literally <laughs> snatched my martini out of my hand and marched me out. I said to them, are you insane? These shorts are from Paul Smith. <laughs> And the loafers are Gucci. What kind of place is this anyway? I bet they wouldn't have chucked Madonna out for wearing linen shorts. Oh, my God. And scene. <laughs> See, you wouldn't have got that level of detail without me no. actually t- <laughs> Totally. Thank you. Oh, that, my God. That's that seemed brilliant. like that of all the passages in the book that I felt we needed to read from this evening, <laughs> that true. felt like the best one. <laughs> I love that because obviously when I read the book, I read it in Terry's voice. Yes. Now, hopefully, <laughs> if you reread the book, then you'll hear everything like that. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, it's funny. It like, is kind of it is kind of weird when you know. Obviously, Dan, Dan says this. I remember lots of stuff Dan tells you, but it is weird because there's been a few books where I've had to write about myself in the third person. Where, you know, <laughs> right. with Dan's book, with Kimberly's book, with Sarah's mm-hmm. book, with Denise's book. I've uh, Denise Van Outen's book. I'm kind of in them, so it is right. a bit weird, particularly with Dan's book because there's so much of you know. So it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit well. weird to 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 do. It's a weird was, thing. Was to there do. stuff that you were like, "Oh no, we're not putting that in"? I mean, both of you. I'm assuming for you, Danny, there was definitely that. But was there stuff, Danny, that you wanted to put in uh, in regards to Terry that Terry, you were like, "Absolutely not. That's not going in." <laughs> no, I don't I think, think so. We just we just talked through stuff because you just got to get it out and go on the journey. And because the mm. trust was so deep and so real, for most of it, we were um, at my parents' house. <laughs> Yeah, that was definitely one of my favourite moments too. <laughs> oh, my God. Just, yeah, such a fun episode. And like we were saying earlier, I cannot wait to get stuck into Becoming Nancy. Yes, yes. I must say that was my favourite moment and Tide was getting to talk about Hilary Shaw. <gasps> of course, yes. Hilary, if you're listening, please call me. I'm your biggest <laughs> fan. <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing episode, amazing episode. If you haven't checked out, the Danny and Terry Book Club episode, please do. It's an absolute treat to listen to from start to finish. And it was such an honour to have both of them back on the podcast and both of them back in such a long form as well. Yes, so much fun. And I think our, our lovely friend Annie put it best, uh, something along the lines of this episode is absolute chaos. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, and I love it. <laughs> I think that, I mean, as we'll hear soon enough, when we have four people on at once, it is pretty hectic and so much fun. So we're almost there. Yes. (laughs) So, I mean, what a year, Adam. What a year. It's been amazing. And I've got to say thank you to you as well for continuing to join me on this ride that we've created together. It's just an absolute joy to sit here and talk about the Minogue sisters with you and their output. And their mother, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got to work on avoiding that restraining order. Oh, look, Carol's a good sport. She's, I'm sure, enjoying it. But um, before we say our final goodbyes for the year, should we jump on into our celebration of Kylie Christmas? Yes. With Erin and Jacob from Hits Don't Lie Pod. 
Let's do it. This is going to be very different to what we would normally do on an album episode. And, you know, we, we, we'll probably cover Kylie Christmas. At in, some point. You know, at some point over the festive season in the future. But this is just something a little bit fun for you all to take us out to the end of this year. Yes. And if you want to share what your favourite song from Kylie Christmas is, uh, by all means, hit us up. Even if it's not a Kylie Christmas song, just if you want to share your favourite Christmas song, if if you want to share your favourite Hanukkah song, if that's if you celebrate Hanukkah, there are some great Hanukkah pop songs starting to right. to come out. Do you know what I was thinking on that? Just as a complete side note, because I guess Jessie Ware is Kylie adjacent. A Kylie Ware, uh, sorry, a Jessie Ware Hanukkah album. Right. Oh, I would right. be on board that. Yeah, anyway, totally. That's just me manifesting something mm. super random. Anyway, shall we go to Erin and Jacob? Let's do it. Please welcome onto This Is Disco our very good friends, Erin and Jacob from the Hits Don't Lie podcast. Welcome, lovelies. How are you both? Oh, thank you. Hello. Hello. And Merry Christmas. And Merry Monogamous to, to everyone. You both. Yeah. Yes, Merry Monogamous. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to make. Oh, we've got drinks. Oh, I'm just trying to. Yes, yes. We are don't a little break festive. the microphone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is going to be so chaotic. I'm yeah, already I think excited. So. I think so. I've nearly finished my first drink, so Perfect. but I've only I've only got two. So I've only got two, and they're and they're light. They're light. We're drinking. I'm drinking West Coast Coolers for those listening at home who are in Australia and other okay. things. <laughs> I'm, well, it's it's uh, because it's almost a hundred degrees here. Well, not quite, Ooh. but I'm guessing it's not a hundred degrees where you guys are. Definitely not where I am. Let's see. Currently here in the Hits Don't Lie Japan studios, it <laughs> is six degrees outside. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. What? But A dream. Celsius. Yes. That in Fahrenheit? Confused. Yeah, that I was confused 42 for degrees a Fahrenheit here. Okay. <laughs> okay. I've got better now. All right. I've completely gone metric. I don't even... Perfect. Like like literally the rest of the world. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you, I, it's it, twenty four degrees here. I think it'd be about the same where you are, Eliza. Yes, yes. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit though. It's seventy five, seventy six. I checked there earlier. Go. There you go. I tried to translate. Um, so into, international. So international here. <laughs> right. That's very sweet. It threw me off because I was like, wait, oh they use Fair no, no, I, I just <laughs> Well, this song by Kylie and Danny well, called 100 Degrees kind of throws me off too. Yeah. It threw a lot <laughs> of us off too. The I feel like it wouldn't work yeah. if it was 40 degrees. It's 40 degrees. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was trying to make that work in my head today. I was trying to like, when is the metric version of this song going to come out? And wh <laughs> what's it going to be? And how are they going to say it? And I couldn't oh make God. it work. Well, the Steve like Anderson you... classic yeah, yeah. metric mix. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's like, think about the fact that Girls Aloud were not popular in America at all. They were only popular in the UK, and yet, long hot summer, 95 degrees in the shade. Right. Mm. Why? Anyway, mm. that's another topic for another podcast. <laughs> we're here to talk about Christmas, aren't we, Eliza? We are. And look, I think most of our listeners already listen to Hits Don't Lie. There is mm -hmm. a lot of uh, crossover of the listener base. 
But for, for those who might be hearing you both for the first time, who wants to give a little breakdown of what you both do on Hits Don't Lie? You're both going to handball to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Well, our podcast is named Hits Don't Lie. My name is Erin. He's Jacob. We're lifelong friends in our 30s. We've been friends since we were in diapers. And (laughs) (laughs) we basically are a podcast about pop music. We choose a topic. We rate our own lists. Like we bring songs to that topic and we decide what's the best of the best in that list. And then we basically we argue, argue until bit. we pick a, a top five from the our crazy list. In. Yeah, that's pretty much how it is. <laughs> and well, we- that's funnily enough what we're about to do with you two here today. Mm-hmm. In honor of us. In honor yeah. of Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So we're, we're going from um, Kylie Christmas, the entire era. We didn't want to just pick one album because, you know, there was the Snow Queen edition. We were just mm. anything that is vaguely associated with Kylie Christmas, just to really cast the net wide. Okay. We're going to each pick two songs and then we'll make a top three at the end of it where we will argue after a few drinks i don't know if there'll be <laughs> fist fights like i don't i don't know how this is going to pan out but let's let's just give it a go so one of you well, we'll do our best aaron we've never been on the other side of this this feels a little bit weird doesn't it to not be in control of the list <laughs> oh it feels wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> i just i worked two different jobs today i've gotten home i'm kicking back with some drinks i'm just gonna let you guys all take the lead uh, enjoy well, your company on that note perhaps you should go first with your <gasps> yeah. first pick so there's me no, there's no rules yeah, here so it. even because normally with um, Hits Don't Lie, um, you bring back up so you can't double up. Right. So I'll take the first. We, you can't, we'll kind of like, well, ideally bring some backups, but if you really want to bring something and there is a double up, I guess that means we'll all have to take a drink. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, are we doing that anyway? Like, like <laughs> if, some, if someone else says your song and you're like, I, I have to also say that and or whatever, then that might be a cue for a drink. I don't know. I'm just making this up as we go along. <laughs> That's what we do You just too. want us to drink. <laughs> yes, that is correct. <laughs> That's fine. Before we start, I need everybody to know that the extra little jingles that you're hearing are yes, from Eliza's hat. She's yes. got uh, a festive, like, uh, Victorian era sleeping cap on, but it says Merry Christmas, and it's fur lined. There's mistletoe and little bells, and she's yes. also wearing a green Christmas garland. So that's the sort of pom-pom sound that you hear. Yes. It's like And the, she's here to bring the cheer. It's the the color of that. Like I've had this hat for like 20 plus years. So it was a bit more gold. It's like Kylie hot pants gold in mm. real life. Um wow. and I wear it every Christmas. I will not not wear this. I've got my posters. <laughs> See the posters behind me? Yes. I do. That one, that one there is in four parts because this has been on my wall for over, th- <laughs> I think this is the 35th anniversary. I think this poster is older than both of you. And I'm not joking. Same with that. Well, Actually, oh what year were you both born? 87. Oh, oh 87. The, the same as these posters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. It is hot mess. So for those of you listening, I've got the, um, you know, the Kylie holding the candle, which was on the cover of TV Week. I think a lot of people have seen that yes. online. And then there's a countdown poster where she's covered in 
tinsel and holding wrapping paper and that goes on my wall every Christmas. In, it's in a, a total hot mess, four pieces. It's ripped in the corners, <laughs> but it will be going on my walls until the day I die. Well, I've heard you mention it on the podcast before, so this is my first time seeing mm-hmm. it. <laughs> anyway, without any further ado. It's depressing and cheerful at the same time. What's that, my poster? Long live the Kylie Christmas poster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your first song, Erin? Of course, I have to open with the big mainstream number because that's sort of my thing, right? That's my shtick is the super mainstream stuff. So I had to bring Every Day's Like Christmas, <gasps> oh. which is a song that was written by... Chris Martin, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. It is sort of one of the more mainstream or like the most mainstream, just pop sounding songs on the album. And... Yeah, Doesn't of it course, feel like I it could just right be on another Kylie album somehow? Yes, mm. that's the thing, is even if the lyrics weren't about Christmas, it's just such a such a calming mood. I love it. Mm. <laughs> and the production is so good on that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, the production on this whole album is just... Oh, and just all the, the footage that, you know, has come up online from that whole recording process where the whole studio is, like, all Christmassy. Like, yes. it just looks like the most amazing vibe. There's a thing oh. where you can tell the environment was fun because it came across on the recordings. Yes. Yeah. Like, you can True. tell no one no one was having a bad day there. Or they didn't no. let it show, at least, on the final product. It was, nice. it's just a, a joy. I love that pick, Erin. Every day's like Christmas. That was one that I, I, it's not one of my two, but I was definitely leaning towards it when I was making my list. I've just realized, I don't know how you guys do it. Should I be taking notes? And so I don't lose track of everyone's, you know, everyone's We'll choices? let you be the note keeper. Yes. Okay. We'll allow it. <laughs> but this is like, I'm taking minutes. Of the, of the meeting. Every day is like Christmas. Okay. So when you hear the jingles, you know she's taking notes. Yeah. And, yes. and, and also there's the rustling. This is like a full ASMR Christmas experience. You can hear the rustling yes. of, my, of my tinsel. We're Hold here it. for it. <sighs> okay. Well, which, which one of us, Adam? I'll go. I, I'll go because it, it. this might break some rules as it kind of ties into errands. Oh. But my choice is the Stock Aiken Waterman remix of every day is like Christmas. Oh, Ooh. I think, hang on, drink, because it's the same song. Oh, drink, cheers. Hang on, whoops, just adding some more. You can hear that. Oh, just hear me gulp then. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so the Stockhake and Waterman remix, which is just hugely camp, very 80s, very Stockhake and Waterman. Mm-hmm. And I remember the internet kind of going into a complete meltdown when it came out. Because <laughs> it was it was a new Kylie song remix by Stockhake and Waterman. Yeah. So that that is my pick. And I think that we can have both of them because they are two pretty distinct versions. 
Yes. Right? It would be like if we were doing a Donna Summer one and someone said, Donna Summer, I Feel Love Original, and then I came in and said the 1995 Rollo and Sister Bliss mix. They're two very distinct yes. versions, <laughs> you know? It's practically two different songs. Right, right. Well, not really. But- <laughs> this is my first time knowing about this, so I just... Oh, same, really same. Cool. Oh, wow. Well, enjoy. It's beautiful. <laughs> It Amazing. is interesting that they would come and do a remix. Like I can understand why people would be ablaze about that. Oh yeah, people mm. went nuts, including myself, <laughs> obviously. Like... <laughs> excellent, well, excellent choice. You know what? I should have expected a remix from you, Adam. If anyone's yes. going to bring a remix, it's Adam. Well, yeah. I have yeah. a feeling that Jacob and I might clash. Ooh. Just a vibe, oh, yeah, just a vibe. Not, not clash, as in I think we'll all be drinking again. There's more, more to the point. <laughs> right, right. Mm, I just changed my second one, Eliza. Oh, did you? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I have a song that I'm willing to clash with everyone on. Ooh. In case it comes up, I'm ready. Oh, mm. okay. Well, should okay. I do my song then to see yes, if you were right, Eliza? Please. Let's go. We might have different versions. Oh, I don't know. Oh, anyway. Interesting. Well, the one that I want to talk about, my first pick, one of my favorites on the album, 2,000 Miles. Oh, I was hoping someone would bring this. Chrissy Hind, Chrissy Hind. (laughs) Her voice in this is Mm. so beautiful. Outside under the purple sky It is so good. It's incredible. Do you know what this song reminds me of? And I, someone out there listening will hear me on this. In the 90210 episode, oh, when, no. <laughs> when Steve was, <laughs> when Steve, and I'm talking original 90210, not the 2000s version. When Steve was trying to find his birth mother, this song was playing. And I, every time I hear it, I think of that specific 90210 episode. Like, I cannot not think of that. The Pretenders version was playing. Yeah, yeah well, obviously, yeah, it wasn't the Kylie version. <laughs> <laughs> Time travel wasn't invented back then. <laughs> well, I, this song made me think of, okay, if, if, say, Kylie was in London at the time of this... Mm-hmm. Just pretend she was there. What would be 2,000 miles away? Where would this person be? So oh. after a quick Google, I oh found that 2,000 miles away from London is Cyprus. So I'm thinking, oh. why is her man in Cyprus? So then I look at Cyprus landmarks. Why does anyone go to Cyprus? Maybe as family, probably not, but probably he's going sightseeing. He's either Greek or Turkish if she's going to Cyprus. Mm. Yeah, right. But also in Cyprus is... Aphrodite's Rock, which, as we all know, is the birthplace of Aphrodite. Interesting. Which you think, okay, maybe he's, you know, doing the Aphrodite-Kylie connection. But then there is a legend that if you swim around the rock three times, you will find your true love. Oh, my God. How much research did you do? Why is he 2,000 miles away from Kylie trying to find his true love? He should wow. be there with Kylie during this the song. Jacob, it's about Santa. <laughs> Santa is 2,000 miles away. 
Well, Point his journey. Well, let's get the <laughs> pretenders Chrissy Hind on the line who wrote yes. the song to find uh-huh. out why she wrote it. About the real Amanda reason is really depressing. <laughs> so we'll just say it's about Santa Claus. Okay, what's yeah. two, what's 2,000 miles west from London? Is that basically the Midwest or, or something of America? I couldn't say. I only did one Google search for this. So I couldn't okay. say. <laughs> That's fine. It, the, the research is extensive as it is. I can't believe you are like, back in Greek mythology, you swam three times around. But well, I love this song. It's one of my favorites off of the um, off of mm. the Kylie Christmas album. Gosh. Excellent. Well, I mean, look, we are a history podcast, so. Yes, I had true. to bring some history to my favorite his- history podcast. That is true. Amazing. I guess it's my turn. It is, Eliza. Well, this is going to come as a surprise to literally nobody. Um, it's just which version. Gee, I, so, wonder what, I wonder what you're mm, picking. Mm, I don't know. Um, could it be something to do with the weather, the temperature? <laughs> mm. Okay, so I was originally going to go with the Steve Anderson classic disco extended mix of 100 Degrees. But then in the past few days, I've been watching the Albert Hall performance of 100 Degrees, and there, there is nothing better. So I have to, I'm trying to really zoom in specifically on that live performance of 100 Degrees. It's still Christmas to me. You know, we were all talking about it online the other day and everyone that was there just had something incredible to say about there was, they've never experienced anything like it, the vibe in it, that place. Um, I think um, Biff Stannard, who helped write that song, commented to Danny on the post that he, every time he watches that still, he gets teary. Mm-hmm. Like, it just sounds... Like, it was just an incredible, incredible performance. I love that Carol... I'm also saying this so I can bring up Carol and Ron, obviously. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) I love that Carol and Ron didn't know about it. Um, And interestingly, um, so this whole Christmas album, and particularly this performance, if you listen to Steve Anderson's podcast, uh, Such a Good Feeling, when he interviews Biff and also um, he talks about this album with Karen Poole, but in the interview with Biff, Biff was saying that he didn't know either. He didn't know that Danny was performing that. So he was equally hysterical. Right. Which, anyway, uh, yeah, there's plenty. This Steve has spoken about this track, you know, in various places on his own podcast and stuff and, you know, how it came about. I think he spoke about it with us briefly, Adam, on the K94 yes, episode. Yes, he did. So it was, you know, recorded in the middle of August, well, Sometime in the middle of summer, whether it was August, July, I can't remember. Um, and it was hot. And I think in that episode with Biff as well, he was like, I think he asked Kylie, like, is it, you know, is it ever hot where you are? And she's like, yeah, it's like 100 degrees. And he's like, well, there's your title for your song. And then <laughs> Steve has famously said that somewhere in amongst all that, someone has said, oh, you should record this with your sister. And now we have... This incredible, Amazing. incredible Christmas song. So, any version of this song is just a joy to listen to. It really is. Like, just the t- I need to see the two of them performing it live. I think we need a, we need an Australian Christmas 
<laughs> performance of this. We just need more duets by them all around because, oh of course, God, they're yes. sisters. Their voices blend perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, I think, Absolutely. in amongst the discussion of this song this week was like, we need a full album next week. Next next week. Well, yes, next week. But next year. <laughs> right now. <laughs> you know, yes. yesterday. We need to manifest an album of duets. And you're the children. one to do it, ma'am. So get what? to work. Put that on it. Yeah, there's a lot on there. Anyway, uh, long story short, I, I can't believe that no one has brought this yet and I'm the last person to bring up a song that I'm pretty... I think, pretty we're, all, I think we're all waiting for you to do it. Yes, I think, yes. I think none of us chose We were it allowing you were for it. you to have it. <laughs> I don't Your majesty. I don't mind if someone brings it again, but we have to have... We have to have, Dan- we have, to have Danielle... Anyway, beautiful, so beautiful song. Back to you, Erin. I feel really weird, basically doing y- your job. Like I feel really weird going. What's your? You're next doing choice? great, sweetie. <laughs> You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> oh. I'm so excited to hear the master podcast editor Adam Eve uh, perfect our format on this is disco, so that we can rip it off and put it back onto ours. Yes. <laughs> excited. Okay. I cheated big time. I didn't pre-select my songs so i'm and i forgot i was about to have another turn so what should my second song be take a drink for aaron forgetting oh yeah aaron's forgetting so we'll drink Mm. time to open the next one okay okay (laughs) a side note adam and i still have hours of recording after this so this is i can't wait actually can't cannot wait adam honestly it better fucking not be hours (laughs) because I'm ready. I'm ready for bed already. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my god. We always say like, oh no, this this one won't take long. This this is probably going to be a short recording. It'll just be probably an hour. And then like into hour three, it's like, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, though, the hour three usually comes because we sit there for an hour and a half catching up. Mm. Yeah, we finished recording. No, and then like forty five minutes into the catch up when we finish recording, it's like, oh, we probably don't need to be recording this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, always, always. <laughs> For legal reasons. Yeah, mo- mo- mostly that. Mostly, yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, Aaron, do you have second... a new one for us? Yes, Jacob, mm. I do. And for my second choice, I brought a song that I just like any version of it. And, of course, that includes Kylie's version. And it's Christmas Wrapping. Encounter, most interesting. Had his number, but never the time. Most of 81 best along those lines. Protect those halls, trim those trees, raise up cups of Christmas cheer. And I love the song Christmas Wrapping because it's so non-traditional. It's so fun. And the inclusion of Iggy Pop on here just makes Mm -hmm. it that little bit of extra fun, (laughs) that little flair. But yeah, that's it. It's a fantastic song. It was originally by The Waitresses in... 1981, but the first version I ever heard was by Spice Girls. Yes, I am. Oh. I just love how much fun Kylie is having on this song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it's such a fun song. Oh, I I love... Are you guys the more, like, fun Christmas song people, or do you like the traditional ballady stuff? I mean, the vibe I'm getting is the fun stuff, but... Well, you'll be surprised by oh. my next pick because my Ooh. next pick is 
Well, the raver in me has picked it, but the version Kylie and Steve have given us on the Snow Queen edition is actually more acoustic ballady, and oh. it's originally by Rosella. Everybody's free to oh. feel good. Everybody's free to feel good. Everybody's free to feel good. I was wondering if someone would bring this. Yes. This is a really, really, really lovely version of an absolute banging original. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I love the original. Have uh, lost many a night and morning to that track. Oh, don't tell. We've got time. (laughs) No. No. Uh, (laughs) I don't know what that means. I've lost many a night and morning to this song. I need to know what that means. I feel like I need to experience that. At raves. Yeah, yeah, you might understand it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I I wish I was Is it my turn now? It is. Okay, well, I had 100 degrees on here just in case someone at this point (laughs) hadn't brought it up. But I knew someone would, so I'm happy to pick... Just the one that's on the album. I think that's okay. fine. I think it's fine. I love okay. all versions of this song. Okay. I'm not picky. I will take this song any way it's served up to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to talk about a surprise on this album for me. Oh. <laughs> then I actually really like the song, this version of the song, Stay Another Day. Oh, you guys have spoken Yay! about. I, I knew, I knew one of you would bring it because you. What was it? Is it the boy band episode that you spoke about this? Is it? I'm not sure what episode it was. I remember. Yes, boy band okay. ballads. It was a male. Yes. It was a comment. It was a comment from someone said that they loved the East Seventeen version of Stay Another Day, which is the original. The original. Which, the original. Which was written about a dead brother. FYI. Yes. Beautiful song. Yeah. Listen, this is why we feel a little bit terrible about this history. Oh, uh, is this is this your redemption for that? <laughs> yes. It is actually a beautiful song. The problem is on our podcast when we experience songs for the first time, we also click a link and watch like a music video or some YouTube video for it, and so we made the mistake of watching the music video for the East 17 version of Stay Another Day, and we lost it. Oh, I I remember. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I knew one of you was going to bring it. It's funny because I thought that song was in the the episode in your list because it sticks out so intensely (laughs) in my memory. You both speak about it. Can I tell you, (laughs) we did not lose a listener today. I... I think that commenter was not a listener. I think that she was a super fan that goes like searches on social media, right? Sure. Boy bands, and then just either way, comments. we made the mistake of ne- of not really talking about the song. So I want to, Aaron, I want to talk about the song <laughs> "Stay Another Day." Yes, here, yeah. the Kylie this version, is the definitive version. I think it's the definitive version. It's yeah. beautiful. I love this version, and I I just love a little sad, slow moment (laughs) in in this album of, you know, Christmas bops. Did she sing this at the Royal Albert Hall? She did, didn't she? 
Let me just check my notes. I'm not sure. No, you're the encyclopedia. Well, no, it's because I have notes. I'm sure. Oh, maybe I'm just making it up. I always maybe. think of the. Obviously, I think of a lot about the Girls Aloud version, which. Oh, is there a Girls was, Aloud version? Yeah, yeah, there was. Oh. It was a B side on. Uh, Sound of the Underground, I think, because it was. Right. And, it was, and it was originally meant to be the single instead of Sound of the Underground. Really? Yeah, 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 Such yeah. a mistake. So. Oh, because that song came out like in around December, right? Yeah, it was a Christmas number one over there for East 17. And then it was going to be the Girls Aloud single trying to push for Christmas number one as well. But um, I remember when I had a guest on the B-Sides episode, um, Mark Disco Pop, he r- recalled that he remembers like, Tony from East 17 saying how weird he thought it was <laughs> that they'd made this right. like, you know, cute loving version of like like a lover's version oh. of the song when it was about you know his dead brother right mm. so yeah, glad that was never the single <laughs> yeah that goes lyrically for it doesn't sound like a Christmas covers. song right I think I've heard um, oh, Steve Anderson was talking about this somewhere maybe he was in that interview with Biff I can't remember that there's a few songs on the album that whilst they're not Christmas songs because being a Christmas number one is such a thing right. in mm. the UK that um they're kind of people associate them with Christmas mm. and as almost being Christmas songs because they were a Christmas number one uh. and so anything that was either on a Christmas ad or a Christmas number one immediately has that association. Sure. And so because that song was a Christmas number one, people think of it as a Christmas song. Okay, that makes more sense. bells in it. And bells do come in knows. toward the end. Yeah. Yes. Every, yeah. <laughs> everybody knows that's the signal that it's a Christmas song. Oh, it's like that version <laughs> of um, Jules' Hands, the Christmas version. There's literally, it's the same it's exactly the same song, just some Christmas bells some in it. Christmas bells, yeah. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> That's on my Christmas playlist. I work in retail and there's like a BTS song going around right now that just has Christmas bells on it and it's oh the God. Christmas version. Listen, you just you just throw Christmas bells on it and Easy. it's a Christmas song. Love it. <laughs> As it should be. Can I interject and also say wow. that I hear... Kylie's Christmas album playing all the time in retail stores. And I have really? for years and years. Every time I go in a store around December, if they are playing a Christmas music playlist, for sure something from the Kylie album will come up. That's amazing. For years. Wow. America's making progress. You heard it here. <laughs> Finally. Well- first, yeah, we just took to that Christmas album. <laughs> That's, do you ever hear 100 Degrees? Not that one. I wonder if that no. plays in, like, California or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a you good question. I mean? Florida. It's, I mean, <laughs> there is money in the national chains playing these songs over and over and over <laughs> in the United oh, yeah. States. Interesting. Yeah. Like, I think that's a good enough reason for us to do a little visit, Adam. <laughs> oh, God. I don't, I don't even have enough money to go get petrol in my car. <laughs> go to the fucking States. Just quickly, I loaded up um, some information about Stay Another Day. And mm. funnily mm. enough, there's like a whole section on the Girls Aloud version. Oh. And 
quote, uh, Tony said that the Girls Aloud, Girls Aloud gave the song a romantic slant, which he thought was very strange since it was about his brother's suicide. I found it really odd they were singing about my dead brother. It oh should God. have been left alone for a few years. But then he did say that he did, he did like Girls Aloud. So their version, the original was in 94, and Girls Aloud recorded it in 2002 as a B-side, but it was also performed on pop stars the rivals so it had like a huge audience mm. of seeing girls allowed right. do that version so yeah interesting um obviously i mean i e17's version is amazing but i really do love the kylie version it's it's just yeah it's done with with tenderness and respect i think yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it's a beautiful version i didn't know that backstory i think until i listened to um your podcast adam Right, right. One. I, mm. I had no idea. And I'm like, why didn't I know this backstory? I guess a lot of people wouldn't know it as well. And because I, the song was a hit here from what I believe. Yeah, it was, yeah. Number, it was number three here on the Australian ARIA chart. Yeah. But I guess we were never really fed that information in sort of like the TV hits or smash hits or anything like that. It was never really brought no. up. But I, and I only found out about it when because of the Girls Loud version. Right, And then, right. mm-hmm. you know, retroactively reading quotes about, that Tony had said about their version. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there you go. Interesting. Oh, more history. More history. You had to provide it. <laughs> had to provide Amazing. it. Well, I'm thrilled <laughs> that thank you brought you. this. <laughs> Throwing in a little Girls Loud representing. Also, yes. with your background, I want everyone listening to know that his mm. Zoom background is the Girls Aloud Christmas tree album cover. Right. So that album, when everyone plays, everyone goes for Christmas and everyone, you know, pulls out the Mariah. This is my Mariah. Right. (laughs) The Girls Aloud Christmas tree album. And they went all in on the pink and orange as Christmas colors. They really committed. Stunning. I'm here for it. Oh, I guess it's up to me then. This is a good girl. You're just going to bring another version of 100 Degrees? I mean, I could, but I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to do a bit of a Girls Aloud segue. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. I'm excited so, about this. So um, I wish it could be Christmas oh, I every know. day. I love, love, love this song. But I, again, I think it, this, my decision could be influenced by the Albert Hall performance because it's at the right. end. Danny comes out in like a Santa hat. The balloons fall from the sky. Everyone's like, oh, it's just pure joy. <laughs> like the song itself is pure joy, but that performance is just, I don't know. It just, it's made, if you're watching it at home in front of the TV, you just want to kind of get up and dance in the in the lounge room it's fabulous (laughs) so maybe i should try to watch this online well we were i should probably do like a an online viewing party again we did it for christmas in july last year and that was so much fun so you guys don't do christmas in july do you do you know about christmas in july here we we do christmas in july do you actually what are you making a face for because i thought this was What is Christmas I, in July? So because um, Australia doesn't get the whole winter oh, hush. Christmas experience, uh-huh. 
this thing started, oh my God, it's been years, but it just has built year after year after year, is that in July, like, you can go to the pub, like, there's all this, like, full-blown Christmas, you know, dinners and stuff. So, uh, like, I have a Christmas tree. Finally, up. the winter, quote-unquote, festive. Yeah, kind of so thing. you can you can uh, play Winter Wonderland and you can have the whole Okay, well, it's experience. not that big. It's pretty big here. <laughs> okay. So... Like, I'll have my decorations up for the whole month. Like, I'll have... <laughs> Basically, it's wow. all it's all the fun stuff of Christmas without the pressure of, oh, my sure. God, when, when are we doing the family lunch? When are we... Like, I've got to get presents. There's no presents. I will say the only two people that I do know that follow through with it are you and Ben. <laughs> I... I fo- <laughs> but, but do you know why I love it as well? It's because there's no set date. It's like it's just like Christmas know, in July. Yeah, it's it's the whole day. So I so I might do my Christmas dinner on the fifth. Might do it on the thirty first. I just always, I just like always it. assumed it was like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, twenty four, twenty five. Oh, okay. It's whenever you bloody feel like it, Adam. It's great. <laughs> well, what would I know? I'm too busy celebrating Ramadan at that time. So exactly. In fact, I. I think one of my Christmases in July was like right at the end of Ramadan because you came and I think you could eat. I could. I couldn't drink. Well, you could. You couldn't drink. That's mm. right. I couldn't drink. But you were well, going I'm not, to spo- I'm not supposed to. I'm not supposed to drink anyway. But we, <laughs> you, during that time period, if you do drink, you stop. But you were going to DragCon the next day or something. I can't remember what was happening. Yeah, and I couldn't drink there either. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, <laughs> I had to be sober there too. Getting sidetracked. Anyway. I love this song. Um, it's from 1973. I, I don't think I knew the original. The, this sort of glam rock. The first time I ever heard it was the Girls Aloud version. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry, yes, that was the segue. Girls Aloud did a version of it. I didn't actually bother to explain that. Right, on Christmas tree. Yes. <laughs> yes, so uh, that's my second choice. Did anyone have any honourable mentions that they were, like, busting to bring up, but... Um, or is it really, satisfied? Yeah, I had At Christmas was going to be another... Oh, that was a good backup? Did I write that, right, right. I write that title down? No. Yeah, At, at Christmas was a, a backup just because she says that um, about everything we used to be, say la vie, and I just love that she gave a bewitched reference, I think. <laughs> Kylie is a fan of the Irish pop group. I, I guess I'd have an honourable mention via... Santa Baby, mm. which so I have, okay. I have, I have a very complicated. Aaron relationship has thoughts of this. On this I have yeah. a very, you very complicated relationship. Oh, so, right. Let's go. So the first version I ever heard of this was the Madonna version mm. from the eighties, which mm. is pretty bad. <laughs> and I say that as a huge, huge Madonna fan. Um, it's, but it's. By the way she's sort of singing it, I think it sounds like she totally intended for it to be bad because <laughs> she's putting on the vo- kind of kind of like the voice that she puts on in the Who's That Girl movie. Mm. Yeah, and it's just it's just uh, yeah. I, I still listen to it all the time though, but it it isn't that great. The Kylie version is much much better. Yeah, because <laughs> Kylie's actually singing the song. And not doing like a comical take on it, but that I guess would have been a an honourable mention if I picked one. Erin's mm. Aaron, got notes. Or White December. <laughs> oh, White! I love. Oh, White December is beautiful, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Let's talk about Santa Baby. Okay. Why don't we go ahead and just talk about it? <laughs> okay. Um, 
Kylie Minogue is a golden <laughs> angel from heaven who sings some of the best songs in the world ever written. Um, Santa Baby is a Christmas song that cannot be improved even by Kylie Minogue herself. Oh. It's really the worst Christmas song that there is. And even with Kylie oh. touching it, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I'm going to listen to it, of course, I'll only listen to Kylie's version because it's like, it's a Kylie song. Um, my main thing is who wants to kiss Santa Claus and why? He's right. ugly. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Oh. Do you know how many, bloody versions? Community? Do you know how many a- versions there are of this song? <laughs> it's like Speaking Gwen of- Stefani, Madonna, Kylie, Trisha Yearwood for... Fuck's sakes, Ariana, <laughs> Michael Bublé, Taylor Swift. While we're on the subject, I do want to talk about Kylie's other song called Oh Santa. Oh, which is sort of like her response to Santa Baby. Yeah, that was on, that was on my honorable mention. And I actually like that one. The only question I have at the end is who wants to kiss Santa? But I really love when she. Um, she i like want almost everything that she wants except for the george clooney part i want the hot tub and Mm -hmm. everything yeah dinner with obama or whatever it says dinner with obama yeah i want that too (laughs) Mm -hmm. so the minogue version sold over six hundred thousand copies and went top 40 in the uk and madonna's cover has sold over two hundred seventy thousand copies in the united states and uh, her version is believed by many critics to be the version that revived the popularity of the song. Madonna or Kylie? Madonna. Really? Oh, yeah. Aaron, well, it came it's out in Madonna's the 80s. fault that everyone came out in the 80s. The song. I mean, yeah. it's not one of the best songs. I'll admit to that. Like I've said, I said that Madonna's version's pretty terrible. The Eartha Kit version is good, but in the sense that it's Eartha Kit. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 probably not the best song, but it's one of the more well-known ones. Yeah. Right. If anyone told me I needed to flirt with Santa Claus in order to get my gifts, you can literally just donate all my gifts. <laughs> well, to, also to, no, listen, Santa's not my cup of tea either, but I think you are discrediting quite a lot yes. of uh, gay bears who like There's gay bears. There's a whole bears. community out there. There's a whole community are... out there that you have just mm-hmm. absolutely offended. Yes. <laughs> I don't want him. He's not. It's very homophobic. <laughs> now, hold on. Aaron, while you have the opportunity, would you like to apologize to the community? They're waiting. <laughs> I'm oh so God. sorry that I'm not attracted to what you're attracted to. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry get- I dissed it. Aaron's not on scruff, obviously. <laughs> Are we talking about this? Like, oh, scruff, no. scruff oh, is no. a, I'll, I'll like explain rider. later. I'll explain <laughs> okay, later. Thank you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, d- does anyone want to know my honorable mention? <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. Please. <laughs> um, so I had, and I nearly put this as one of my choices. Um, it's the most wonderful time of the year. I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a bit of a bit of a softy, uh, classy for that one. Yes. Great. It opens yes. the Kylie Christmas performance. Truly, it, it, you know. And I love that the video, like, I think it's a music video and it's got everyone in the studio and I don't know, it just brings the good vibes. I like to, like, sort of get that going on December 1st. And just, mm, like, oh, yes. Yeah, you know? 
And Steve <sighs> Anderson is doing a Christmas song advent calendar right now on yes. social media Gosh. where each day he discusses a different favorite Christmas yes. song. And this was his first choice. And he right. said, you know, is there any better opening to the Christmas season than this song. Right. Well, I think so that's subliminally got into my brain. This is like the, um, <laughs> you know, the annual meeting of the Steve Anderson fan club. <laughs> Which is funny because that does bring me to my next point in the fact oh. that the production on this, which by Steve, is next level exceptional. Just yeah. gorgeous, gorgeous work on every single track. And, yeah, just wanted to throw that in there as well. Oh. So. Do you, know what we should, do you know what we should throw in while we've all had a few drinks? Um, it's Steve Anderson's birthday on Christmas Eve. So no way. First of all, we should raise a glass and yes. he wouldn't probably um, cut all of us off if we ever did this in public, in person. But I reckon we could sing Happy Birthday. Okay. okay. Do we, oh, do we have to? Can we afford that? I, <laughs> can we afford oh, that? It's oh, a full song. Oops. Oh, is it? Oh, whoops. Uh, well, we'll just say happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so Steve, from the four of us, happy mm. birthday. Happy and birthday. listeners, wherever you are listening to this, raise a glass, whether it's coffee because it's in the morning um, or it's in the evening. Um, happy birthday, Steve. Ding-ding. Happy birthday, Steve. Happy birthday. <laughs> Merry Christmas. My okay. Sing. I guess we're going to fight it out now. Is there going to be that much fighting? Because I think the number one is pretty obvious for me. Is it? What is it? Is it Santa Baby? Is it? Okay. I I wasn't sure. Santa Baby. Number one, Santa Baby. (laughs) Oh, my God. All 466 terrible versions of it. Oh my god! No, I, th- just I think in 100 love with one hundred degrees. Is, that's well, definitely number one. It's a Danny yeah. and Kylie podcast, so and it it's feels so correct. Original, yes, it's so good. I wanted to ask while we're back on one hundred degrees, mm-hmm. how many songs, how many Christmas songs are there that relate to summertime Christmas? There's not a lot, and actually, that I was thinking about this the other day, and I stupidly didn't put it in my notes. I think that's part of the appeal of it as well is that you know every year we have to listen to all the winter wonderland <laughs> and white christmas and right. that's great stuff it's not oh, this northern hemisphere privilege trickling while, yeah. we're, while yeah. we're dying of heat exhaustion yeah <laughs> it's not relatable everyone's you know got their christmas sweaters like every time it's a cold day in december i get so excited because i can put my christmas sweater on just for that day <laughs> so when and then so there's no, like, you know, when you'd go to I don't know about you guys, maybe you Adam with the spelling of of Adam. When you'd yeah. go to those um, tourist stores and you're looking for your name on a mug <laughs> or something, it's never there. Nope. This is this is that. This is the song mm-hmm. version at Christmas mm-hmm. of that. Your our Christmas song is never there. And now we finally have a Christmas song. It bridges the gap between the hemispheres. It brings the whole world together, this song. It really does. And I mean, but there's so many. It's it's not like it's just Australia that has a hot yeah, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. It's literally like probably half the globe. <laughs> exactly. That's so true. Although I guess a lot of places maybe uh, don't celebrate Christmas. I don't know. I'd have to look into the whole demographics of that. But yeah, that, that's a, it's a really... I don't know. 
It's exciting to have a song that actually, you know, feels representative. Right. Yeah, I don't know yeah. any other yeah. Christmas songs that... I think there are some sort of, like, Australian artists that have probably done some. We're probably going to get in trouble for this because people will be like, <laughs> why didn't you mention that song? <laughs> because we don't know it. No, we don't <laughs> That will be my answer. <laughs> Kylie didn't sing it. Yes. Kylie didn't sing it. What do you want me... I don't, I don't know any other ones. But, yeah, they're always... It's always snow-related or... Right. right. And it's also the song that introduced us to the Kylie Kissmas t-shirt. Mm, yes. Eliza is donning as we speak. Show it. I do have oh. a, a disco Christmas t-shirt as well, which was yes, what Debbie Yes, which is the one. Mm-hmm. Equal yes. love. Equal so, love. Yes, I, I rotate them. Maybe out. we should create a This Is Disco Christmas one. I think, I think so. Mm. Mm. Something, something I do know, oh, my God, do you know what we should do? <laughs> We should have a Christmas carol. Stop it. <laughs> I've told you, we are You're one episode away from a restraining order. You seriously are at this point. Oh, we love her. Do you know what? I've, I've got so... I forgot how many Christmas tops I have. I actually need to stop buying them. Like, I've got a Chris Jenner one. I should have worn that today. It just says Santa works hard, but Chris Jenner works harder, and it's all, like, festive. Right. I've got a Santa one that just has got a picture of Santa and it just says there's some hose in this house but obviously you're like ho right <laughs> I've got to remember not to wear that like on Christmas day lunch because <laughs> in my mind it's just like a cute little like top that's got Santa on it sure. but I, for- I forget that it says there's some hose in this house <laughs> anyway. well okay that was number one locked in place number one is number two as easy I think oh. number two really Mm-hmm. Every day's like Christmas. Now, you can, doesn't matter which one you want, whether it's the original, the Stock Hake and Waterman version, we'll just lump them together as I think sure. would be a good number two. Well, it did get, it did get two mentions, so. I'm happy with that. I like that song. I'm, 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 I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad that you brought it as well, because so, it gave us the chance to talk about both versions, because I love both versions as well. They're both so, so great. So I definitely think it's it's a number two track. Okay, well, that was easy. One and two were easy. Is three going to be that where we all fall out? That one's going to be a out? challenge. I think so. <laughs> can we, Eliza, can you remind us of what songs are left? Well, I think the only one that matters is I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day. Did you oh, even need to know about oh. the other <laughs> oh. Okay, so I we have. I would say it's between Christmas wrapping and I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day. For me. Right. Yeah. So we had 2,000 for miles. For me. For me. For you. <laughs> my opinion. For you yourself right? personally. Um, <laughs> we've got uh, Everybody's Free, Stay Another Day. Like, should we get rid of those two because they're technically not Christmas songs? Right. Or is, is sure. anyone, sure, is sure, anyone sure. like really hard up for that? I mean, I don't think we, sh- we really should have a like song about someone's dead brother in okay. a Christmas top <laughs> okay. three. Okay. Like, that will change my mind okay <laughs> i do like it it has christmas i just bells, wanted our redemption moment to be on this podcast <laughs> is that is that the first thing you thought when we messaged you and said do you want to come on you're like oh my god finally finally, finally stop hating us we're laughing at this music video the song is beautiful i love the song um song okay beautiful. well that narrows it down to christmas wrapping 2000 miles and i wish it could be christmas That's the battle. And I feel like we've all got very strong opinions. We do. Mm. Well, Christmas wrapping was my choice. Mm -hmm. I do like the other 
other two songs as well, though. That's my problem. I'm, I'm like, I can't decide uh, between uh, Sugar Be Christmas Every Day and Christmas Wrapping. Well, well 2,000 okay. Miles isn't a Christmas song, technically, is it? Is that also a... Yeah, I mean, yeah he's coming that. home for Christmas. Oh, yeah. that's right. Okay, well, you know where I stand on this. I, I want I Wish It Could Be Christmas. It's mm. about was... Santa. <laughs> what, what's 2,000 that? miles away delivering oh, the, oh, sorry, I got lost on the whole Aphrodite. It's the Cypress you know. Santa. Cypress Santa, who was either, who was either Greek Cypress or Turkish. Mm-hmm. I was going to say between Christmas wrapping and Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day, I would go with Christmas Every Day. <gasps> Same. Uh-oh. Mm. Yeah, I probably. Okay, think what about th- you, Adam? If, well, <laughs> Spice Girls covered Christmas wrapping, and Girls Aloud covered "I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day," and uh-huh. Girls Aloud are better. Sorry, so <gasps> I would probably vote for "I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day" on that <gasps> technicality. It's settled. Oh my god, how do you guys do this every episode? Because I find it so we stressful. Know. We so honestly hard. don't know. You have to remove your feelings and just get really bored of the writing part and just say, yeah, let's just leave it at that. It's good enough. Do you argue Hashtag less good enough, Or do you oh, argue sure. more? Do we what? Do you argue less or more now when you do your episodes? Or are you just like, I can't less. be bothered? Less. Less. Sure. Less now. Way less okay. now. It's I more think like because just... we, we've come to the realization that the more we argue, the more we have to edit. So. Yes, that's exactly what it <laughs> is. Oh, God, that's so fucking true. <laughs> We've had moments where we argued so long that Erin's messaging me when she gets to that part, and she goes, there's no way to edit this together. There's no way that we can <laughs> actually release this. I just need to fade this. in, fade out, and fade back in. But no, seriously, guys, hashtag good enough. Okay. That goes so, for anything in life. The yeah. fi- so what is our top three? The, our top three is... I'm a... Little drummer boy roll. One hundred degrees. Any version you like, like depending on your mood. Um, Every day's like Christmas. Again, any version depending on your mood. And I wish it could be Christmas every day. Lovely, lovely list. Good job, everyone. Amazing. Amazing. I just want to say quickly. I mean. We absolutely adore the two of you and the podcast, and it has been so much fun just going through this list with you both and talking Christmas and having a laugh and having a drink together and, and yeah, just day, weekend, totally made. So thank you yes. both so, so Aww, very much. Thank it, you. It really, it's totally we love mutual. you so, so much. So thank you from the bottom of our cold, dead hearts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> we are the biggest fans of This Is Disco, and everyone can fight us for that title. <laughs> yes. Well, from the mo- from the bottom of my really big and open and loving heart, <laughs> I thank you, and I appreciate that so much. On that note, where where can our listeners find you both? Uh, Your turn, across, Jacob. Across the socials. <laughs> You can find Hits Don't Lie anywhere you get podcasts, and you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Hits Don't Lie Pod. Come and hang out with us. We mostly just retweet This Is Disco, so come on. <laughs> and what, uh, what about you both personally? Are you promoting your personal social medias? I mean... Uh, well, 
what a good opportunity to discuss my personal Twitter, which <laughs> just doesn't get enough love. And it is at our Instagram. And the name Aaron is spelled E-R-I-N plus like Instagram. Instagram, yes. So come follow me where I retweet Hits Don't Lie material. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And do, what do you both have coming up on Hitstone? Like, can you give us any little teasers on what can we can expect? Mm. Are you having a little break over Christmas or the holidays? What's, what's oh, happening? We don't believe in breaks. What are you talking <laughs> you know, about? It's funny because this time last year we did a little end of year episode and then we took like a January long break. But mm. this time we're like full speed ahead. We oh. have two... Nice three episodes lined up and we're going to be but the next episode which i don't know when this episode that we're recording right now will be out but the episode that we're about to record is best acoustic versions oh yes i heard that i i I have thoughts i was driving and i was like oh (laughs) don't have a notepad on me i was ready to i know I know. And then we're going to do our end of the year stuff, best of 2022, which what a year for pop Oof, music this was. That one's going to be really hard. It was an astounding hard. year for pop this year. Yes. So. Well, once again, I want to say thank you to you both for all of your support of the podcast and for giving us an amazing podcast to listen to as well. It has often felt like I'm sitting with friends when I'm driving and listening to you guys, or on some occasions I've been painting nails and listening to (laughs) the podcast. So, uh, and I'm usually here by myself. (laughs) I'm still stuck in this goddamn house. So it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank you both so, so very much. Yes. Thank, thank you. you so and much. Merry Monogamous to everyone. <gasps> See you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Oh my God. That was so much fun. So chaotic. <laughs> thank you so much again to Erin and Jacob from the Hits Don't Lie podcast for joining us on this rather special venture into Kylie's Christmas extravaganza. Yes. <laughs> it's been such a fun episode just having it feels like a christmas party like yeah, so many like you know guests popping by to leave their christmas messages erin and jacob dropping by so like, much alcohol <laughs> <laughs> just just a lot a lot of chaotic fun so i guess merry christmas happy hanukkah happy holidays happy mm-hmm. kwanzaa i feel like all the things whatever it yes. is that you're celebrating we hope you're having a wonderful time Also, I guess I would like to touch on this can be a really difficult time of year for a lot of people. Yes. So if you're having a difficult time this time of year, we are thinking of you. We hope you have, you know, lots of love around you to help get you through it. Um, And lots of Minogue music. Music is often very helpful. So anyway, much joy and love and hugs to, to everyone. Yes. Peace and love to all. Hope yes. you have a lovely holiday season. We will be back in February. I, I know, February, because we yeah. are... We're taking January off, y'all. We like, we're, we're, t- we're tired. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's been a lot. And I think people f- forget, I mean, not in Australia, this is our summer, so... Um, right. We're taking some, you know, bit of summertime off. Summer yeah. of love. Yes, it's hard to record 
coherently when it's so hot as well. So when it's a hundred degrees. <laughs> yes, yes, but I'm just so uh, yes. having that having that month off will be huge for us. It will be. Oh, before we go, what? Uh, let's just quickly. What's going to be on our manifesting list? We should add to this at the start of next year. But just we yeah. need to start. So body language, well, body language vinyl. vinyl uh, the variety, uh, Danny show. and Kylie variety show. Yes. What other anniversaries do we need any more vinyl? Uh, I mean, I. I I don't know how other people feel about this, but because of the cover itself, I would love a vinyl pressing of just the new, well, the newer tracks from Hits and Beyond. Release it on oh. vinyl and just call it Danny Beyond. And oh. with that cover, because that cover is oh. next level stunning. Yes. I would love that. But focusing on body language... Audiobook for my story. Audiobook nice. for my story, absolutely. With a new chapter because yep. we've got an extra 12 years to factor in. Kylie on the podcast. Um, oh, Danny Tour, obviously. Danny Tour, Danny Tour. Ready, ready for the Danny Tour. Danny, whether it's like a greatest hits, girl specific, but that whole, you know, nightclub where we've got a big, you know. Please put the needle on it record where you take a photo and lie <laughs> on it. Revolving dance floor, yeah. Yeah, cat, cats, like just everything. Fish bowls. <laughs> um, I mean, look, that's a good start, I think. That's a good start. If you've I think we'll it, work on the rest of our manifesting uh, quietly until oh, we're ready okay. to manifest yes. big, 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 you know. Yes, okay. We're going to keep some of it some of it to ourselves for now. Okay, just get the the, the crystals on it. And... Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, my God, just create the energy first. Put it in our, like, witch's, like, Amazing. big cauldron oh <laughs> before we un- unleash, so to speak. Oh, it's turned into an episode of Dracula. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, I mean, yes, so many possibilities. But, yeah, I mean, I guess... I guess we're saying ho, ho, ho and mm. singing old Lang Syne and Happy yeah. New Year and all that all jazz. Before we, yeah, before we do oh, go, yes. um, Eliza, where can everyone find This Is Disco and even the This Is Disco merchandise that's for sale? Oh, yes. Last minute Christmas ideas, uh, which may come after Christmas. <laughs> well, after Christmas. <laughs> That's fine. You know, maybe you've got a birthday in January. Um, so at This Is Disco on Twitter and Instagram and at This Is Disco podcast on uh, TikTok. TikTok. Sorry, I just completely <laughs> lost what I was thinking. And on Tumblr, but I haven't oh, done yeah. anything. That, I think That's I did right. one post because until we know what's going on with Twitter, we're, we're all a bit up in the air. It's, it's all, yeah, weird. <laughs> I don't know. Look, we're just mostly sticking to Twitter and Instagram until further notice. May take a little social media break mm. at some yeah, point so. on the Christmas. Anyway, we'll, we'll announce yeah. that um, if that happens so yeah. that we don't just disappear. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I am at Ms. Eliza Day on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. Messy. And yes, uh, yeah, I may well take a time out. It's good to cleanse the soul of social mm. media for a week or two, or sort of every now and then. Highly recommend. So I, I may do that soon. Anyway, you? Well, you can find me on. I will be taking January off for my Girls Loud podcast, but that gives you time to catch up on any of the episodes you may have missed. My Girls Loud podcast is called You Can't Mistake Their Anthology and is available 
where you're listening to This Is Disco and <laughs> everywhere. You can also catch me. I won't be taking a break from my Mixcloud radio show that will still be happening uh, through January. That's mixcloud.com forward slash the record doctor. Same on Twitter and Instagram for the record doctor at the record doctor. And you can find me on my personal accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Adam Disco or one word. And that's, of course, A D E M D I S C O. D I S C O. <laughs> if you uh, have any trouble remembering all that, just go to www.therecorddoctor.com. Amazing. Well, I guess. I feel like this is like we're going away for like I know. months at a time. I'm feeling really emotional. I can't believe we've been doing this for two years. That's Crazy. actually blown my mind. So here's to an exciting 2023. Yes. And thank you again for a wonderful year. Yes, thank you. And thank you to everyone listening. We absolutely love you and appreciate you very, very much. So Very much. And of course a huge Merry Christmas, Happy New Year and season's greetings to Kylie and Danny. I mean, there would be no podcast (laughs) if it wasn't for them. So thank you ladies once again for just being the gifts that you are. Yes, indeed. Such a huge, huge Merry Christmas to the Minogue sisters and the entire Minogue family and to all of our guests that we've had on this year and last year as well. Thank you for making our first two years so memorable and phenomenal. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, Danny and Kylie. Love and kisses, dance floor darlings. Bye. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm. I'm actually. I've got to go in the loft for something today, so I'm getting my balls out today. Oh, <laughs> are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ready for Christmas. Balls out of the loft. Okay. Good. Yeah, I'm getting Love my it. balls out today. Good for you. Yeah, that's, ready, that's fantastic. That's... I pretty much imagine they're going to be quite dusty. <laughs> Stop it. Quite some time. But... <laughs> You're listening to This Is Disco, a monthly Danny and Kylie Minogue commentary podcast with your hosts Adam Eve and Eliza Day. <laughs> <laughs>